Starks, the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. different eyes. Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. Hey, bud, how you doing tonight? Man, I'm doing a, I'm doing fantastic as always. Awesome, dude. I'm, uh, I don't even know. I'm, I'm over, over the moon, man. I feel a hell of a lot better than I did last week. Everything's awesome. We, uh, I'm like a little kid, man. Oh, I got the energy, dude. I got the energy. Um, it's Guns and Ro- it's Guns and Roses tonight, man. And and this is how we're doing it. It's high energy. We're keeping the momentum strong. It's going to be an awesome night. I appreciate everybody tuning in and getting down with the gurus tonight. I think we got some really hip stuff coming at you tonight. And um, we got a phenomenal lineup of guests tonight. I mean a phenomenal line of guests tonight. And, and it's going to go down tonight. And what other better band to have it than doing Guns N' Roses all night? What do you think? Yeah, dude, this definitely is the proper mood the high energy with the high level of guests we have good choice yeah man yeah man this this song takes me back to the saint charles town center movie theater (laughs) going in to see terminator 2 judgment day (laughs) oh yeah you know how awesome that was playing the original nintendo entertainment system video game for terminator 2 cranking this in the background on a boom box when we had cassette tapes. Hell yeah, man. Riding your dirt bike with this one on your boombox, too. Yeah, man, man. <laughs> this is what's going down, brother. I just love this song, dude. It takes me back. Yeah. God, man. Uh, you know, talk about what you want, man, but Slash definitely had his own sound that he made his own. It's, it's You can't deny it. You hear it and you know it's him. It's like uh, Troy said. He brought Marshalls back, man. He made them cool again. Dude. He made them cool again. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. I loved it, dude. Dude, I remember all the girls in school love Slash. Oh yeah. Oh man, dude. It was, dude. If you like Guns N' Roses, people liked you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Back in those days, when I actually still had hair, I'd stop washing it so it would look nice and greasy. Yeah. That's <laughs> Maybe that's why it fell out. <laughs> oh wow, man. Well, dude, man, it's been a crazy week for sure. I mean, wow, where do we start? Let's see, uh, 10 inches of snow over the weekend. That sucks. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Well, it did give me time to spend a lot of hours in in the room with that guitar doing my thing. So it was cool for that. Okay. It was. Well, which guitar was this? Oh, it's the new guitar of the week presented by Island Music. It's going to be the ESP LTD George Lynch Kamikaze. Wow. Yeah, dude, it was a treat. It was a treat <laughs> to have that one with me this weekend. Yeah. And I look forward to talking about it later. So Sweet. We're going to um, talk about it, and, and I think everybody thoroughly should stop by the store and play that thing. I can't believe it hasn't sold yet. It will. I mean, it, it played great. <laughs> Man, I hated turning it back in, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you could have bought it. Nope, can't do that. I told him <laughs> no, I'm, no I'm on a diet. Left on the walls, right? <laughs> I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. <laughs> I got to be professional. 
you know. So. Hey, but reviewing it, you know, we're going to hear all about that, and you know, it gives everybody a chance to actually hear, you know, what you think about it, and you know, somebody will pick it up. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I mean, I, I it gets my seal of approval all, off the break <laughs> before we even go any further. So nice. So that's the best part. So we got that, and then I really, man, worked over the weekend and pulled it off, ran some cabling, and we will be play, able to play video games while we do the show now. Holy shit. Are we, what are we doing, like Duck Hunt? or? Now we're going a little bit more advanced than Duck Hunt, but I do like that, that call. <laughs> Since we got modern equipment here, we had to go modern technology, and we're going to go with a little PlayStation 4 and Mortal Kombat XL matches. Oh my god. So we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, but... I am going to get my did, ass whipped. I did get that worked out, finally. It's a, <laughs> it's a week late, but it is going to serve up to be something fun. Well, I'm here, so I'll play, I'll play along with it. Cool. <laughs> so we got that. Um, let's talk about tonight's guest, though, man. Yeah, that's it, why I we're think, here, buddy. You know, since you had a toothache last week, and you let me, you let me start it off... I think I'm going to throw it this week to you to, to do it since I know you're feeling good. Oh, man, I'm feeling 100% better. Hell yeah. So you want to uh, start us off and introduce us to the lineup, or you want me to do it again? You know what? I like when you do it. All right. I like it, too. All right. Cool. So first up tonight, we have local Southern Maryland band Hydro Effects. They've been on the grind for 10 years seems forever so we're gonna have them on we're gonna talk to them see what's going on in the band and see what's happening in their world and get a get a relationship established with them now this is a first on the show right we're doing a full band interview definitely gonna have two of the guys okay i we gotta work out the technology coming up i'm shooting from the hip on it but that seems to work best these days well that's still a first having yep. two people at once yeah so we're gonna try it with them that's so gonna be great they're hardcore the show's hardcore so we're gonna try something hardcore and we're gonna have them both on at the same time maybe even three all depends on the echo <laughs> so we'll see how it goes yeah the echo and then the, um after that the second guest tonight is the one and only Gene Quaid of the Sam Grove Band. Yeah. And I'm so forward looking to talking to him, catching Man. up. Because he's a good dude. That's a good dude. I've been excited about this for the last week. I mean, I have just been pumped up waiting for this. This is going to be great. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be great. Buddy. Wow. So, got Gene on. We're going to talk everything with him everything so i emailed him a couple times last week just to make sure everything was a go it's a go um so i I have a really good feeling on it so yeah so it's gonna be good times it's gonna be a must 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 listen to podcast material no matter (laughs) where you are it's must listen (laughs) and then to close out the show is um my good buddy joe friend already chris dean Yes. We're going to check in with him, see what's going on with him. He's the one that injured himself a couple weeks ago. He's had surgery. He's home. 
and we're gonna check in with him and see what's going on in his world and what's happening. Hell yeah. And that's how we'll close out tonight. That's the way to do it, man. This show is absolutely stellar. Yeah, it's 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 setting up to be something special tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, the energy is high tonight. I'm feeling good. I had an awesome weekend playing that guitar. I've been pacing the floors, waiting for for this evening to come. To be honest with yourself, so yeah, I'm ready for it. Hell yeah, so, we're gonna do it, man. We're gonna do it. Well, cool. Well, I say this. I say, why don't we try a match or two of Mortal Kombat real quick before we get this thing started tonight? Oh man! And get a baseline for it. God, I wish you guys the technology could get a, out. I wish you guys could get a live feed of this because this is gonna be a mess. I'm about to get my ass kicked. All right, buddy. Let's see how we're gonna do this. All right. You you, you keep them entertained while I set it up. Oh yeah. So, you know, I'm a little nervous about tonight. I'm a little nervous tonight. I haven't gotten nervous since we started this thing, but I'll be honest. There's the tunes. I think I'm nervous about getting my ass kicked in Mortal Kombat right now. Well, what I used to say back in the day when I played is I said, lock in your beast. <laughs> All right. Jason Voorhees. Ooh, That's nice. my choice. <laughs> That's kind of cool, dude. <laughs> Screw it. I know how to use a machete. Scorpion. Scorpion. Oh, I got to fight Scorpion? Yeah, hit X. Yep, there we go. All right, and we're going to fight at the pit. Oh, wow. This is kind of cool. I'm kind of geeked out with this. I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I think you are, dude. Yeah. Dude, this, is, this brings us back to the 90s, man. Remember, we used to have to go to the mall to do this. I played more <laughs> music than video games back then. Right. <laughs> This will be fun. Oh, shit. I just took my machete out of my own neck. Right? Round one. Here, here we go. <laughs> oh, hit that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting my ass whooped. Uh -oh. Yeah, Son take that. Oh, wow, man. I got moves. I got moves. Oh. Quick quick update. I'm I'm doing something. <laughs> Mostly on my back, but I'm doing something. This oh my god, dude. Fuck. Oh yeah. I got you that one. <laughs> Son of oh, a yeah. bitch. Oh yeah. Take that, dude. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I think I'm dead again. <laughs> oh damn, dude. I got you with the x-ray. Uh, yeah. I think that's gonna do it for you. You think? Shit. I couldn't finish you. You're my best friend. 
Well, Scorpion wins. Congratulations, Scorpion. You kicked my sorry ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. That was kind of well, cool. Was, that was kind of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll take a break on that. And, yeah. and then um, we'll catch y'all on the flip side of this break and get uh, Hydra Effects on the phone. This is Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the Guitar Gurus. We see each other through different eyes. Yeah, and we're back. <laughs> My ass is still sore from getting it whipped in Mortal Kombat. There's more of that to come later, my friend. There's more than that. But I really, I think everybody's going to love that, man. Actually, that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Like I said, dude, I'll let you um take care of a PlayStation for a while if you just if you say you're going to try to get better. That's the tease. That's the tease. Wow. Okay. All right, well, cool. Let's get um, Hydra Effects on the phone, man. Yeah. Look, I'll call Derek and the gang up, and, and we'll see what's going on with them. Let's do it. All right, let's get the technology of the phone cranking. Where's it at? Uh-oh. It's an unlisted number. No, there we go. Ooh, it's ringing. Ringing. It's ringing. Hey, Derek, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? You got the wrong number, man. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, nice. You got me on a bit, man. This is my show. <laughs> this is Total Hydra Effects fashion. Welcome to the show, boys. That's the first time we've been pranked. Yeah, good job, buddy. I love it. Well, we don't take, I'm going to be honest, we don't take anything really serious, so... <laughs> thank I'm, God for that. Thank God for that, dude. This is we're we're a dress casual show, so that works perfect for us, man. Well, Rick Bear can stand here with a polo on and snow boots, so he's all dressed up. I'm feeling Chad overdressed for this. <laughs> Gotta love the barracks. Gotta love up for a phone call. I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Look, guys. To be honest, we're too ugly for radio. That's why we're doing podcasting. All right. So we're right there with you. All right. <laughs> So, so, dude, it's great to have you on. I enjoyed booking you. The process of getting a hold of you was awesome. I definitely enjoyed it. I was like a little girl waiting to hear back from you. Um, so, thanks for coming on tonight, and thanks for spending some time with us tonight. So, thank you very much for having us, man. It's, it's exciting, you know, excited to be here and be able to talk to you guys and share all the cool stuff that we got. So, thank you. Well, cool. Well, let, to start off, let's talk about how the band started and who's in the current lineup. Give my audience, give my listeners a little brief history, and then who's the current roster? Because y'all been around for a while, so I'll give it to you. We're not the scroll right now, so hold on. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, so in 1746, right? Hydrofax <laughs> was born. <laughs> right, right. It, it was about uh, 2000. I was uh, about a sophomore, senior in high school. Um, and me and my brother and this guy, uh, Kevin Quinn, who played sax, 
and you might you might know him. He plays with a bunch of other bands. And this guy, Aaron Barkers, who started this thing, we wanted to just do hard rock and reggae. And uh, at the time, everybody was doing punk music. Um, Blink-182 was huge back then. So we just wanted to do something different because we were inspired by Sublime and Pantera. Yeah. And we just wanted to break the mold and do something different. And uh, that was about 17 years ago. Damn, that was a long time ago. And, I knew, uh, yeah, man, y'all been brothers going on to uh, going on to Sam Grove Band. The other guys really don't dabble in music too much anymore. But now I got my my dude Eric Cotton on the bass, Scotty Barber on the drums, and my man Gunny D, who pretty much does anything and everything for us. Say what's up, Guns. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, what's up, hey, Gunny? What's up, Gunny? So you're like the the uh, Swiss Army knife in the band. Yeah, I'm the Swiss Army knife. I kind of started uh, with these guys about um, almost what two years ago, I guess. Yeah. So um, I really just kind of started. Um, I think the first time I ever saw them was uh, was at ABC, and I'd seen some other bands and, and that kind of thing. And uh, so I came in and I was just coming out to catch a show, and I was like, "Wow, these guys are these guys are good." So I went back uh, about a month or two later and met the guys and we just started talking and i found out that eric was a navy veteran and i'm a i'm a marine vet and uh and scotty barber our drummer being being an army veteran we all just kind of hit it off and started getting along and, and chit-chatting and next thing you know i was helping doing you know setups teardowns and that kind of thing and, and and later moved on to playing a few songs well, so wow wow well thank you for your service to our country that's first and foremost thank everybody in the band for that man that's huge man country needs people like that so thank you for that absolutely it's my pleasure right and i was going to come back to you being the guy in the band sounds like you're the colonel you're you're what the elvis and the colonel are to these guys right yeah that's that's pretty much how it works out a lot of times I love it. That's awesome, man. I wish my band had a colonel when I was in it. That would have been mean, cool. We let, him, we let him think that, you know. <laughs> he, no, he definitely, he definitely keeps us in line. You know, when we take breaks, he's, he's the one that comes up and says, "Guys, look at the time." You know, he's he's that guy, and we need that because God, yeah. you know, as much as we love to play music, we also like to bullshit with people. Excuse me, we need to talk to people. <laughs> so, no. you know, he keeps us in line and. He brings us, in, you know, make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and helps us with all that. So, that's real cool, man. That's real cool, and a lot of bands should take note to that right now. Yep, and and that's kind of a good thing to have because you can always have a, that one band member that never wants to get in line, and you have a third party like that. Be like to break the monotony, man. I have my hats off to you guys for that because that's smart move. That's a professional move, and I love it. Yeah, he's Gunny. Gunny is just—he's no nonsense. He he gets the job done, and he'll call you to make sure you're doing stuff. And I was like, "Hey, man, wait a minute! I started this band 46 years ago." And he was like, "I don't care. Are you working?" <laughs> but it, it's it's a good motivation, and he's the, the easiest guy to work with. And we honestly could not do it without him at all. Well, that's cool, man. Good, well, good. thanks for sharing that with the audience, man. I'm sure there's some guys out there that'll take that information and run with it. So yeah, that's... If you can find help, if you're in a band and you can find somebody who helps and cares just as much and believes in you just as much as you do your own product, you need to hold on to that. I got you, buddy. I got you. Well, let me ask you this. Since we got all the, the pleasantries kind of out of the way, 
Let's talk about new music. What do you got planned this year? What's your timetable for, for any kind of recording? Um, what are y'all thinking about this year? Well, um, we started, what was it, November-ish? I guess we started working on two new singles. Um, and we plan to, we just, um, we want to put out a song every month or every other month. And we started with two. We're going to put out one initially, uh, do all the promotion and marketing for that. Then as soon as that one's done, we roll out another completed one. And then just try to keep that momentum until we can't think of songs anymore. So, I mean, the, the timeline for that is is unlimited. You know, we're just going to do it till we, we're not creative anymore. <laughs> no, but, that's, uh, that's an answer. Yeah, we, we just... <laughs> It's been about five or six years since any Hydra Effects original music has come out. So we want to do it right, and we want to, you know, get with the times and, you know, put it on the interwebs and whatnot. I got Back you. In my day, we'd, we'd sling tapes out the trunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we've talked about the old days of many a time on this show already. But that, but that sets this up for my next question. So you're going to record this new music, releasing one, a song a month. Are you going to be utilizing social media this year in that in that extent? And what other plans do you have to use social media with your band? Um, you know, I mean, social media, as much as we've all learned in this industry, is the way to go. And there's no, you know, taking the staple gun and putting flyers on telephone poles anymore. That just doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> the medium, you know, the way people consume information nowadays, as soon as, as soon as they wake up, they pick up the phone and they see at least a hundred videos within an hour. So you have to make something that makes a splash and stands out and will push your product. So everything we can do, as much as you know, bands try to shy away from paying Facebook to market you it's kind of necessary evil it's like we we roll it into kind of like a marketing budget and we we put it here we'll, we'll put it towards the physical flyer with the clubs um but i like like you said i mean social media is is key it's paramount to your business any business really right trust me it's blowing up for us here man we get messages all the time so it's insane for us. It's overwhelming a little bit at times, but I'm I'm dealing. Yeah. Let me let me give y'all props, man. Anybody that's listening to this, that that we we tried to do a podcast being aired a couple years ago and found out actually how much work it was, and we just didn't have time for it. So God bless you guys, man, oh, and thank, thank you. you for supporting all of us. We're very humbled to be on this program. So. Thank you guys so much, man. For real. You're very welcome, man. Yeah, we thank you because without you guys, we're not here. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I know when, the, when me, me and Danny were talking about the show, I said, we're going to make a why show. Why do I want to be on the show? Why do I want to listen to the show? We didn't want to be what, what everybody else was doing. So that's why we chose this kind of format. And we're going to tweak it every week. We just played video games not literally like five minutes ago. Right before y'all's segment, we were playing Mortal Kombat. And y'all get to hear that Whoa, next week. Bro, you don't even want to get me on some old school Nintendo stuff? 
Yep. That is James. I got a Super Mario tattoo on my arm right now, man. Nice. Yeah, dude, we're big gamers over here, so we're gonna try to break out the technology every once in a while and play some matches. Cause listening to a fighting game on the talk radio show is awesome. Trust me, what, dude. Want, it sounded cool want playing. <laughs> Dominic, game on, dude. Come we, on. We could, we could <laughs> bring, bring one of y'all guys or all you guys into the studio and just have a Mortal Kombat match night. Right. Or dude, whatever. You don't want my Luke Kane. My Luke Kane will mess anybody up. Dude, Scorpion, dude. come to town, bro. Get over here. Yep. That's who I used. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. Yeah, well, dude, well, you know what? We're, I got some plans with the video games coming up, and, I'll, and y'all guys are going to get the first crack at it when I get it organized. Don't threaten us with a good time. We nope. are all bad. <laughs> nope. I got something, dude. It's going to be kind of cool. I've been thinking about this for a while, and then when I finally, we just tested it out a couple minutes ago, and it verified what I thought was what was going to happen. So you're going to be first on the list for that. So you got that yeah. mark. Cool. So let me ask you this, man. You've used all the different platforms over the years. You've been in the game, like you said, 40,000 years. Um, what's the best bang for your buck for these new bands coming in the area? Or, you know, the new guys, you know, they're just graduating high school trying to make a stab at it. What kind of guidance can you give to them on what to do and what not to do online? And a couple, I mean, don't you don't have to, you know, give me detailed instructions, but what's the, what's the, some avoidable mistakes that you made that you would love to pass on? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think even... Even the most seasoned cat on online, that which is, I'm going to be honest with you, not myself. Right. Um, the, the smartest and most effective thing to do is to, with anything, I mean, this even goes into like running sound, you know. If you can afford it, subcontract your work. There's people out there who are more skilled at things than you are. Um, and for me... The, the website, the the getting your stuff on all the Amazon, Spotify's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I went to this website called TuneCore, and it pretty much you can select anything you want, any venue in which to sell slash stream your music, and it's just like an all-in-one stop. You upload your things, you upload your artwork, and you hear back in a week if you need to change something. If not, you're 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 on there and it costs roughly 30 to 50 bucks a year and you have to keep up with that but it's so worth it then these people have their hands in distributing that me and you and every other band down here will never ever achieve uh they i mean we have people streaming our stuff in in guam right now which would be impossible for me to you know, just make a Facebook video and hopefully somebody overseas will, will do it. So really the name of the game to me, I think, is TuneCore. TuneCore.com. Well, cool, man. That's a hip, hip piece, of, piece of advice right there, man. Do they handle copywriting for you, too? As soon as you upload your stuff, it creates a copyright with the copyright registrar of whatever state you're in. So legally... You pay for the legal, you pay for the, the streams, the distributing all at once. And this company, TuneCore, takes care of it for you. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, man. that's some information I would have liked to have had at one point. 
I, I could have used that about 18 months ago. Yeah, that's that's great information. I mean, you you literally can select where you want to sell it. I mean, there's there's over 115 streaming apps out there. Some of them you we we have never heard of. The big boys, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, blah blah blah. You can select them and select how you want to sell it, how much you want to sell it for, what area you want it to, to encompass. It's it's really these people have cornered the market in, in this type of industry in this day and age. And it really I, I think it would be impossible for us to sell our music and or stream it nowadays without this company. Yeah. Well, that's that's some really useful advice, man. And, and I'm seriously, man. And I thought I was kind of a guru, and I, that, I mean, I spent all my time just doing the music, and then executing the marketing has always been my struggle. That's oh, been me. Man, that's was... been me. Prob- that's been my biggest problem because I'm so busy doing everything. It's it. I I think that's the main thing that bands run the problems they run into is how to market. And how to budget for it because everything, nothing is free. Period. Everything no. costs money. Oh, dude, trust me, I know that, man. Trust nothing me, nothing is free. Um, the reason we're doing this podcast is because of my band Sage. I'm shameless plug for me. We're still out there. We play shows every once in a while. Sorry to rob a spot, um, but this is all my recording gear. That's how we're doing the show. No, so, I've, I've heard, I've heard your stuff, and I saw your music video, man. It's tasty too, brother. Well, the guy you. you got singing for you can wail. He's 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 a unique individual that I have many admirations for. Man, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. But dude, that's I, why. I'm I mean, on the band on what new bands to do. Hey, hey, everyone. This is this is Gunny. I, I I'll weigh in a little bit here on you know what new bands. You know, if you're a, a high school band, a garage band, or whatever. If you're trying to break out there and play, play some live music. Um, coming from someone who's not played music. Um, all their lives, um, I was kind of kind of wrapped up for a long time in the Marine Corps, so I, I, ne- I never really played music until I until I got with Hydro Effects. And uh, it, one one mistake I think you can make, especially on social media, is to talk trash about other bands, other solo artists, and things like that. Trash, period. Yeah, just refrain from doing that. You got to realize that I think most musicians need to understand that. Everybody's at that different stage of development in their, in their guitar playing, their drumming, their bass playing, or whatever. And so, you know, you got to give credit to folks that are willing to go out there and, and put themselves in front of other people um, to, you know, to play a show and to try. And I give credit to anybody that is willing to get on a stage and try. I played my first show with Hydro Effects a year ago, almost to the day. And uh, opening up for Tantric, that was the first time I had ever played live before. First time I had ever played with a whole band before. And it was a pretty harrowing little experience. Um, so, man, you got to give credit to, to all your fellow musicians out there that are just trying to get out there and just try to play music. So don't trash other people online. I think that's my biggest thing on the online uh, thing for new bands. Oh, yeah, dude. That talking trash is amateur hour, man, at its finest. Yeah. And that just, and then, dude, everybody in the back of the brain knows exactly what happened as soon as you did it. You just, everybody don't take you serious anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the most exactly. ridiculous. I mean, it, I mean, there's so much negativity online. Don't add to it because people just scroll right past that. You know? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't. If, get if you're it. doing, if you're doing your thing, 
and you are supporting other artists while you're doing it, then that's all you got to do. There's no point in trashing anybody. It's just ridiculous to me. I mean, we've, we've run in that before. It's and a it's hot like, button you know, issue for me. People are like, I really what happened with this and what's that. going on with that? And, you know, it's, you, 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 yeah, it's all political, man. You can't, you can't down talk, can't down talk anybody or any other band or anything like that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you look like a gossiper. And we all know that people who gossip are just bad news, man. Right. And unfortunately, like in my, in my early days when I started playing in the nineties, that would happen because there was no social media, that would happen straight to our faces at shows. Oh yeah, man. yeah. That was bad. When we were yeah. we were young, you know, and we did all we wanted to do was get out and play. Yeah, were and, we, and were people we are out there. They're working. They're working hard. Sometimes you know, they may not be to the level that that you know other people are, but for them, that that's a hundred. They're giving one hundred and ten percent. Yeah. So you know, my hats off to those guys. You know, you may not have the the greatest uh, quality of tunes or whatever. But the fact that you're putting 110% out there, you got my vote, man. Dude. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to yeah. support you. I got your back, dude. Anybody like, who If gets you're willing out there. to put it out there and you're willing to take that risk and you're willing to do that that thing, you got my support because there's a lot of people who don't take that risk. And one thing I always tell Greg is that, you know, in order to, to get reward, you got to take the risk. And sometimes he turns around and he tells me that and he's like, hey, man. We got to take the risk to get the reward, right? And I, I get so mad because I'm like, yes, you're right. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks having to tell somebody they're right. <laughs> so. Damn, dude. Well, I want to talk no, about that cool. show at, uh, with, with Tantric. Was that down in Callaway? That was in Callaway uh, last year in January. We opened for Tantric. I mean, 2000, 2018 has been a great year for us. We opened for Tantric. And uh, Miss... With Lion Eyes played with us. Shout out Christine. He's going to be on your podcast. Hamner. Yeah, Christine's a beast. Christine's a monster. Yeah, he's coming we, up. Yeah. We, yeah, we opened for them. We opened for Fuel. We opened for Lead. We, opened, we did Jackal. We did We did a bunch, man. A bunch of national acts last year. And so, you know, this year, 2019, we see bigger and better things coming ahead for us. I'm not saying that, you know, we're better than all those acts. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that we got... More, more to come. So it's going to be awesome. 2019 is our year. It's going to be your year. I can feel it. You guys sound excited, like you know it's going to happen, which usually yeah, leads I'm, to I'm things happening. You, yeah, you got to speak that into existence, man. It's going to happen. Oh, can I give a shout out real quick? Because I heard Dave Hamner's name mentioned a minute ago. Yeah, Dave and, Dave, uh, Dave and the Domino, uh, the Dynamos. Yeah, he was on the, the show band. last week. All them cats from With Lying Eyes are incredible musicians, yeah, man. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's crazy. I never thought I'd see I'd see them go country. But, but you know, like, teeth their own. And they're, they're, I really feel like any genre they step into, they're going to murder it. Right. Well, you know, uh, you know, David, uh, the, the, the Dynamos, he did, they picked up a really good bass player in that band, by the way. It's this guy you're talking to right here. <laughs> so I do more than just this, but you guys sound very excited about what you've got going on, and I'm excited for y'all. And of course, it's, it's all love, man. We all we just want to support everybody, and then yeah, you know, achieve let's, the same goals, man, and help each other out in doing so. Let's you know? have a, let's have a community here, man. A, a real community where we all help each and each other and support each other 
and just do yeah. what we can for each other. F in the A, man. We need to have a club night, man. That's we need the... to go old school and have a club night. Wow. What's up with that, man? Hosted, hosted by the Southern Maryland Guitar yeah. Guru yeah. Show. Yeah, a club night somewhere at a venue, man. Eight bands, eight bucks. Y'all some old cats just like me. You remember when hot, the old Hot Licks was Club C? Oh, you God. That? Yeah, dude. Shit, I remember when it was Frank's Nursery. I'm that old, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, you know I sold you a guitar up in that building. You know what happened. Yeah. Oh, hey, God. you still... You, you sold me my Black Star, man. Right, dude, but you still got that Ibanez? Uh, no, I actually... Oh, the, uh, the, the... Chris Miller. The pearl white one. The Chris Miller joint. Yeah, them P90s were just too much for me, dog. Oh, they you were sold just it? way too hot. And you wow. didn't call me. You cynical. Damn, man. <laughs> that was a bad bitch, man. See, from what I, I play, I turned into a Fender guy. Oh, well, for, for welcome, welcome to the team. We'd love to have you. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, my bass player here, he's got his own uh, customs and repairs company, and he built me a custom. Almost pawn shop replica, strat body, telly neck that I cannot live without because he just knocked it straight out the park. And it's got a kill switch in it. And it could sound like the sweetest reggae or it could punch you in the mouth. Oh, you know? talk sexy. Talk sexy. Squire the mouth. <laughs> I love it, dude. You know yeah, I'm an uh, aficionado. I own Morale at Customs and Repairs and, uh, I did, I did. You know what? It's funny because I started out what two years ago, and I built I built our drummer a uh, snare drum just for shits and giggles for Christmas and his birthdays like a couple days after poops and laughs. And uh, so I built him a snare drum that he still plays. He just played it the other night. He he plays it you know a lot. And you know, Greg came up to me and was like, "Hey man, you know you should do this for a living." And I was like, I was getting ready to get out of the Navy, and I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know, and. Uh, Sure enough, you know, I, I learned that a lot of people down here um, in the California, you know, the southern St. Mary's County area, you know, did, you know, they they were driving up to uh, to Island to go see Dave to get repairs done. And Dave, which, by the way, I want to say is, is an outstanding cat and he knows what he's doing and he does awesome, awesome repairs and awesome um, setups and stuff like that. And people were, you know, they wanted to make it real quick down here so they they talked to me into setting up some guitars and so i helped them out and ended up starting my own business down here and uh start building some custom guitars and you know greg uh i talked with greg and you know trying to see what you know just trying to pick his mind and what he wanted in a guitar and now i talked with his wife and a bunch of us we all put some money together to get the parts and i built him a, a custom guitar and he loves it and then you know i built gunny one if you know on my website if you go to my website the the blue Semper Fidelis guitar, that that's Gunny's guitar and I built a bunch of guitars, man, and they're 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 doing very well. So Great to hear. Great to hear. Good. Plug away, please plug yeah. away. I might have to send one over your way so you can do a little uh what is it what did you do with that fender? The um well, you that, know that's the review I, on it? Yeah, see I partnered with Island, that's their segment. I can't step on that toe. Um, they get the guitar of the week, but you can send me one. I'll jam it for a weekend, and I'll tell you what I think about you in the background, and then you can promote what I say on your own page. We can do that. I ain't mad at that. 
I mean, that that's just, I'm being up front. I'm not going to, Keith helped me out. He set me up with that segment, so I'm not going to have another guy's Keith, deal. I'm going to tell you, Keith and everybody at Ireland have been rock stars, man. Keith has helped me out with this business. He knows I'm doing this business, and, you know, it's never been a secret. He sells some of my products up there, and he, you know, he calls me all the time. He says, hey, man, we, you know, what do you need? You know, are you doing all right? Is there anything I can help you with? I mean, him and Dave Thompson, I can't tell you, have been rock stars and, and helping my business grow. You know, I also want to give a real quick shout-out to uh, Scott Sterling with Lee Bass Guitars. He, that guy has been a mentor to me for the last three or four years. And then uh, Scott Tucker from PST has been a really good dude and has helped me, I can't tell you how many times. I get a problem, I call him. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing right here. And they helped me out. I mean, it's been, it's been a great community for that around here. And we're here to be the rallying cry for everybody. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I got nothing but love for Keith and Dave up at Island, man. Trust me, with my past and where I, yeah, everybody knows where I used to come from, where I used to work at. So that's not a secret. I'm not running from it, but I talked to them. We, we've moved past that, and, and it's just full steam ahead. They're on board, full, full on board with the show, and we're doing our thing. So. Yeah. Dave is the official guitar, guitar tech, tech of the show. show. So. Yeah. So that's how we'll, that's our relationship. So I, I love to hear you say that because there, there Dave, is Dave a is sense a, of community. He's a great dude, man. He's a, I just call, I talked to him a little bit ago, you know, just calling to shoot the bull with him a little bit, and you know, I know he's got some health issues, and so I, I was just calling to check on him, man. Hey, how you doing today? How's how's things going? So yeah. Dave's a good dude. That's the sense of community that that we all should share like that. I appreciate you Absolutely. doing stuff like that, man. That's genuine. But I'm gonna pass this off to Greg, and you guys, can, we can finish off some questions, and we'll let you guys get on your on the rest of your podcast, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, no problem, dude. And you gotta, you, you guys are a part of the Guitar Guru family, dude. So anytime you got something, hit me up, message, text. I'm 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 a very approachable person, man. So it's all good here. He is, and he's a he's a hell of a salesman too. <laughs> gotta do yeah, what I gotta he is. Do. Selling ice water to an Eskimo, this guy. He's pretty He's good, good man. Cat too. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> you, if you buy me a beer, I'll, you can sell me anything, too. You, know? <laughs> you better buy me dinner first. <laughs> All right. So we got the one and only Greg Barrett on the phone. And we got a couple minutes before we get to the signature question. So I got to ask you one thing, Greg. What is your current favorite video game right now, besides the stuff we were talking about earlier? What's your favorite go-to game right now? I mean, we, we, get, we get into this now. Top we three. Top three. Go. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Okay. Top three. So real, real quick, I, I've been collecting my old school games. I'm a, I'm a bunch of old systems and stages that Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo. Yep. Then my awesome, beautiful, lovely wife, she just bought me this thing. It's called a Game Box Hero. It's essentially like this little tiny computer, and it has every single Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo, PlayStation 1, Sega, uh, Game Gear. It has all 16,000 games on it. Atari's on there, Commodore 64. I'm an old, I'm an old soul. All right. But if I had, it, it's amazing, and I'm still playing it. Um, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I'd be playing it right now. I got you. <laughs> um, but if if I had to, if I had to narrow it down to just one, it would be Super Mario World, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. 
top game of all time. Mm, that's a good one, man. I love that game too, dude. Um, I remember when it came out. I remember that that came with the Super Nintendo yeah. when the yeah. Super Nintendo came out. That was the free game. And Nintendo was so perfect with putting the perfect game in the box where it made you want to play the system nonstop. They're genius. This is truth, man. I'm telling this to me. I'm an old. I don't really get too much into like the Call of Duties and the, you know you talk to people through the headsets or anything. I'm an old cat, and for me, like any Mario game, you can't touch. That is my favorite. I'm 34 years old, still finding secrets in Super Mario World. That's insane, man. That's insane. I just saw online recently. Like, don't they have where you can get to the minus world somehow? Am I mistaken? Oh, yeah, yeah, we gonna sit down one day. I'll show you how to get there. Today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, dude, we are definitely gonna have to hang out soon enough and catch up on some old times and play some games. And then we'll, we'll I'll, I'll actually, when we do that, that's when I'll pitch you what I want to do on the show with the video games and interacting. So actually, that's kind of that could our workshop work out best for everybody. Dude, that would be so dope. I'm so down for this. You know, you know what would be awesome. If we did a battle of the bands, but the bands played video games against each other. Yeah, yeah, man. Because we're all great musicians. What about that? that? What yeah. about that? That sounds amazing. And that I'm down for this. And like I said, we, we're, we support what everybody does. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, any of you bands, you want anything in Mario Kart? Hydrofax is gonna crush your face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make it a charity event, man. We gotta let's do cheer. something. We're gonna do something. We'll get together and, and do that. But that sounds like a perfect get idea. Get our faces man. crushed by Hydrofax on the Mario Kart. Now, are we talking Nintendo Wii Mario Kart, or are we talking Switch? I'm talking about whatever platform you choose, my brother. <laughs> I like the old school, dude. I like original Mario Kart on way. Wii. Wii, Wii. The Mario Kart on Wii is what's up. Even though it's low I'm, def, fuck it. I'm, I'm, a game, I'm a GameCube Mario Kart Double Dash fan myself. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and that golf game was fucking awesome, too, man. Damn, that golf game was cool in that game. I don't know why, man, but that one golf game that came with that Wii Sports shit was awesome. I don't oh, know yeah. why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wii Sports with, with the boxing and bowling and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the bowling tournament, man. You gotta have that, dude. Dude, I even have my... year old daughter will crush people, too. She kicks my ass, dude. Oh, dude. Hey, the yeah. secret is, is you gotta create a new uh, little me person before you play, because the computer thinks you don't know what you're doing and gives you strikes easier. That's a, that's a fact. My little kid Oh, my oh, daughter did that to me. Yeah, my daughter used to do that to me. Hey, can I, hey, can hey, I guys, ask you? Donnie, uh, back, back on here real quick. Um, you know, we kicked around an idea. You mentioned Battle of the Bands. So maybe this will, maybe this will, this will, you know, pop off. I'm not really sure. Um, but we've discussed uh, here in the last month or so about a Battle of the Bands. Only let's let's do a softball tournament. So. Oh um, yeah. So like a rock and jock kind of thing like they used to do on uh, on MTV. Dude, so uh, we we can we can call out all our all our fellow musicians and rally around a, a good cause and we'll, we'll we'll pick a charity or something. But let's do like a like a softball kind of tournament. So well, we can call out I, you know uh, Sam Grow and and uh, and Taboo outside the wire Funkzilla trilogy any of those other bands. Maybe let's just get together and do like a softball tournament. We'll raise some money for a local charity. And, uh, and 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 have a good time in the process. That is a fantastic fucking idea, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love it. I love it. I love it. It could be the spring classic. 
Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it. Nice, yeah, nice. Can, can I, I wear this my... Uh, regal. Yeah. regal. Regal and refined. Can I like wear my, my uh, shortest yeah, shorts and my best tube socks? We talked socks. about putting towards, like, you know, <laughs> helping raise money for foster care in, in the area because there's nothing here for 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 kids that are in that situation. And it's, it's, it's sad is what it is. I, I'm actually adopting a, a kid right now. It's my niece, and, you know... We went through a class and they they laid out some statistics and it was terrible, man. It was it was really sad. So we talked about raising some money for that and uh, you know maybe do a little friendly competition. You know we talked about bringing Mike Damron and Philip Parsons and you know Sam Grow and Steve Nelson said he'd join it and you know all all there's so many local musicians that'll that'll jump on that. So let's get Gunny on it. He seems like the perfect guy to get some details worked out and then um. <laughs> And then I'm on yeah. board, so it's whatever, dude. I dude, got a glove. I'm ready. You I got the full, the full. Sounds support. like a plan, man. Well, hey, I'll be in touch. He All said, right, cool. He said, I got a glove. I'm ready. Shit, <laughs> shit. Just show me the field. Yeah, Gunny's got a glove, too, but it's, uh, he actually got it from Babe Ruth himself back in the day. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> the only time that something vintage isn't cool. Damn. Thank you so much for having us. No, no, hold on, dude. Yeah, Put real... Greg back on real quick. Put Greg yeah. on. What's up? All right, Greg, so I got to ask you before you cut out. Um, Alvin, you got any more before we go? Uh, I was just going to say I love that idea. We're on board here at this show to do whatever we got to do, and let's let's do something like that. Uh, I appreciate It would be so cool, man, to yeah. just get all of us together in a non musically sanctioned event yeah and just hang out talk to all the fans and all the people who support all of us exactly and you know give, give something back it feels good to give back man fuck yeah man I just want to before Dan finishes the evening with his question signature question I just want to thank you guys personally from, from myself for your time and I think it's really cool that you all got together to do this to do this interview which means you guys are a tight group you're a tight knit group and uh, you've got a sense of community. You've got a sense of uh, respect for others, and we really, really appreciate your time. Man, uh, I mean, this this couldn't be possible without people like you promoting what we do, and vice versa. So we're humbled to be on the show, man. So thank you for having us, and we're not just a band; we're we're a family. Yeah, you know, we take care of each other, and we do everything together, whether it's good or bad, or there's. You know, a truckload of beer involved. We're there, man. Yep. Pleasure. Oh. Pleasure's all ours. And I'm with that, I'm going to say goodnight to you guys. I'm going to turn you back over to Dan Harsha, and he's going to close this out for us. Thank you, brother, man. Thanks for thanks for the, for the commentary, man. Yes, sir. You got it. Anytime. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right, Big Greg. Thank you. Big Greg, I'm back here in control. All right. <laughs> We're going to work through this last question, brother. I know you're a big fan of the show. I probably don't even have to ask it, but for the first time, listener, I'm going to bring it in. It's called Best Gig, Worst Gig. Answer in any order you like, but you must answer both. What do you got for us tonight? Who? Shit. Um, and as I read in no particular order, I'm just, I'm going to save my worst, worst gig. Um, I was playing with Jimmy's Chicken Shack and... Earlier in the day, I broke my tooth in half on, on my top row. 
So I was super pumped about playing with Jimmy's Chicken Shack. I think this was like 2008, 2009. And I was trying to talk to him, and I was just like spitting all over the place. Because my mouth was swollen. I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, fanboy moment. Fanboy. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> it was, uh, and I got to actually play a song with him. I got to play Dropping Anchor with him, which was huge for me. But yeah, I was tight. in pain, like nobody's business. And I was taking shots, and it wasn't even touching it. Like, it was, it was horrible. It was terrible. I muscled through it. And I'm sure it was a great show for everybody in the band at the time, but not for me. Wow. It was, it was <laughs> horrendous, man. Not for me. That's the most awesome worst gig story we've gotten so far. I give you that right now. So, awesome. What do you got for best gig? Best gig? Um, let me ask you. Let me, can I ask for one of these? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Best gig for me is uh, we played Blessing the Fleet this past year down in 7th District, and this guy came up to us, and he was like, hey, man, He's like, yeah, I know you don't remember me. He's like, but we, we came and seen you at Shemansky's uh, last year. He's like, my mom, who is 94 years old, God rest her soul, he was like, she came and asked, do you guys do any prints? And you guys played Purple Rain. And she talked about that for four months, and I want to say thank you, you guys. To me, that was the best gig, because we played Purple Rain, and we dedicated it to his mom. And, uh, I mean, that hit me in the feels, man. That was, that was great. And his whole family stood up, and they started crying. And they were like, came right up to the stage and like, you know, gapped it up with us and stuff. And it just, when you touch somebody musically like that, there's no better feeling in the world. Even though it wasn't one of our songs, it was just like, we made an impact on this guy's life and his family just from doing what we did, yeah. you know, doing what we love to do. Dude, and that is truly, that is truly amazing. Than any other show. You know, if you get that kind of connection, you yeah. know. I wish I could have been there, man. Damn. Dude, that's beautiful. And we love Purple Rain is probably one of our favorite songs. Dude, if you're a musician yeah. and you don't like Prince, you're not a musician. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so I don't right? even care. So. There's so. people who, who like Prince, and then there's everybody else, and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. Thank you for that. You can you can be a musician and hate Prince only because he's a lot better than you. <laughs> I hate that guy because he's so fucking Man, that's good. About the truest thing I've ever heard. Dude, <laughs> dude, he tear the fur off anything, man. He didn't care, dude. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to see him live once. I mean, that was. Oh, dude, I used to like you. Now I hate you. Oh, dude, trust me. I've been oh, down this man. road with this one. Yeah, dude, he's seen the man, the myth, the legend himself. Yeah, man. Dude, so I, just was... wanna, I just want to smell something he owned. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll shoot you a picture of my ticket stub. How's that? Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Cool. And your princess, <laughs> please tell me y'all saw the video of him playing while my guitar jammed and weeps. Oh, oh, yeah, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, dude. My dude threw the guitar. Where did the guitar go? Nobody knows. My God. Nobody knows, man. man. You know what he did? He handed it off back to God, who taught him how to play. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm still in mourning, man. That's a great, great phrase. Great phrase. Him and Dimebag, for me, were the biggest blows to me musically. Chris Cornell for me. Dude, the, dude, him, Dimebag, and then David Bowie. I mean, the list goes on, dude. It just goes on. Yeah, there, we could talk about that for hours. Yeah, right, for sure. and, and I'm not because yeah. it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, most, most of the guys I've seen live are dead, so... <laughs> That's just the way it is, man. We're getting older. 
Wow. I, I, I feel about 100 years old right now. <laughs> Trust me, dude. I can relate to that The worst one. part is you guys are still 20 years younger than I am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you still rocking. Yep, still. <laughs> that Mario Kart. Yeah, that's right. Rocking the Mario Kart. That's right. Well, cool, dude. Well, hey, guys. We appreciate you coming on tonight. You're part of the Guru family. Um. We're going to talk in the background. I, we talked about a couple things. We're going to set that stuff up, man. 2019 is going to be pretty awesome, dude. So thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah, God bless you all, man. Thank you for having us, dude. It's, it's much appreciated. Cool. And if you're listening to this and you're listening to it on your buddy's phone, pick up your phone and give the Guitar Gurus page a like on Facebook and a share. Thank you. Thank you for that plug. I, we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. no problem, brothers. Cool deal, dude. Well, we're guys, gonna, we're gonna plug you guys up hard too. Well, that sounded wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, can I still get that dinner first before you yeah, plug me yeah. up? <laughs> I hope you like five dollar pizza from Little Caesars. Oh, can we listen to Prince while we do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah it'll, be, it'll be purple pain at that point. <laughs> That's how you know you're doing it good. But it's purple. I do. Oh, I can do this all oh, night. <laughs> All right, guys. Lydia from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, we say thank you and good night. Thank you. Y'all take it easy, man. All right, bye. See ya. Wow, dude. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. What episode is this? Eight or nine? I can't remember. This would be the number nine. This is our ninth episode. Yes, sir. We've been very fortunate with the guests that we've had. Oh, yeah, man. This is insane. right now was the hardest I've laughed and smiled at it with an interview. These guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, they're fun, man. They're fun. I want to drink beers with these guys. Dude, we should just end the show and just go call them up and go hang out with them. (laughs) That's how I feel (laughs) right now. Yeah, we can't do that because we still have a couple people on the deck, but you know what I mean. Right. That was absolutely freaking fun, man. Yeah, that was a great time, dude. I love those guys. God. I'm glad they came on. They, they're just perfect, dude. They get it, man. They get it. They understand the sense of community. They, they understand what it's like just to be real people. And that's all, you know, that's all they're, they, they're real people who want to play. You're right about that, dude. You're right about that. So, get over there. If, if you haven't checked their page out, or you probably have, if you're listening, you know who they are. Just send them a message and say, loved it. We love you guys. Let let them know that you, lo- that you love them. You love what they're doing. Yeah. Show them some love. Good deal, dude. I'm definitely going to do that. They'll, their pictures will be up while we're doing this on the video. So Hell it's yeah. all good. So let's take a quick break, come back, and get Mr. Gene Quaid on the phone. I'm oh. looking forward to this one, dude. We got to shift giddy, gears. Giddy like a school girl. So I say we take a break and do it. We got to take a break. Cool. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. See you in a moment. Welcome back to the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus show. If you're lucky, you'll see these two on a tandem bicycle riding down 925. And we're back from break. How you doing, Dan? Oh man, I, I'm doing. This is the best I could ever be doing right now. 
Dude, that was a fantastic call with him, dude. I'm still smiling from it. Dude, it was fun. Oh, my God. Dude, it was 100% fun, and I can't believe we burned through the time that quick with him, man. I know. It was just like, boom. It felt like a minute. But they'll be back. That's the best part about that. That is. They will be back. So kudos to them. They're out having a great time tonight. We're in here doing our show, and the show is happening. We're super stoked to be in the old studio tonight broadcasting to everyone and um it's gonna be a good deal so without further ado i think we need to get old mr gene quaid on the phone what does that sound like <laughs> let's get him on the phone man all right let's get the technology of the phone cranking you want to give us some uh technology of the phone cranking sound bites as i prepare it sure it goes beep beep boop boop boop, boop. insert or rotary <laughs> Ooh, there we go. It's ringing. Hope he answers. Hey, man. He will. Hey. Hey, Gene. It's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? How you doing, man? Hey, man. What you doing? I thought it was a bill collector at first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You owe us $750,000. It's been a long time since I've talked to you, brother. <laughs> Dude, it's been forever, man. And first of all, let me just say thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening tonight for us. It's really rad. Hey, man, you're not cutting into anything. I just like to say I got a little bit of bourbon in a glass, and I'm home for a few days before I have to head back out, so I'm good. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. <laughs> your can's popping. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Southern Maryland, baby. That's yeah. just soda, right? Uh, yeah. That's what they say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anybody who knows me knows there ain't no soda around. (laughs) That stuff's bad for you, man. Yeah, I don't don't drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to start off, um, like I said, man, it's cool that you're coming on tonight. But to start off, a lot of my listeners are tuning in because they know you, but they don't know you. So I so there's probably a lot of people who don't know me. Right, but they do know you. You know, there's we got both. So that's all the old, all the old folks remember me. That's what it is. <laughs> there's some generations though coming up, man. Following well, the band. Well, let's let's let some of the younger ones find out who you are then. Yeah, let's. There let, we go. Give us the um the Reader's Digest slash Cliff Notes version of your background, Southern Maryland music. And what you're comfortable discussing about. You know, that bring us up to speed and get us comfortable with you, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. Well, for a lot of people who don't know me, uh, like I say I've been, been in the music business for a while, uh, for many years. And uh, I, the bands I started off with were back in, this is going to show how old I am, it's like in the 80s and the 90s. So, uh, you know, those were the first two groups that I was with that put out some records. But I ended up working with Hotlix Guitar Shop, which was a big music staple in the area for, for many years. Uh, they just closed their doors not too long ago and uh, retired and uh, decided to close the doors and, and uh, take a break. So I worked for them for quite a long time. So I encountered a lot of musicians in the area, sold a lot of music gear to a lot of people, and it was some cool times. You know, it was like a, a good vibe at that point in time where you know, you had all the starts of MTV and all this great stuff with Guitar Heroes and things that came out from, you know, Angus Young, Eddie Van Halen and all that stuff. That's just, you know, naming a couple, but some great times musically. And I think for the for the whole area, 
it was a jump start for for music for you know southern maryland really uh, but then of course later zipping on up after i, I uh, worked there i had left hotlicks about i guess it was about five or six years ago and uh started playing full-time with sam grow and um you know, since then we've been steadily plugging at it. So I've been working with Sam now for, I guess it's almost 14 years. Wow. Wow. Time it's been, it's been that I tell long. You, man, I don't know. I don't know how many of the, like I look at all the years and how much I've put in and, and uh, uh, you know, it's like, it's just amazing to me that that much time has gone by working with an individual. But, uh, you know, if you're sticking with something and, you know, keep swinging the bat, you know, you, you can't, uh, got to win sometimes so that's what we've been doing and finally uh he signed uh his deal this year at the end of 2018 uh with average joe records uh, or average joe's entertainment and uh so that's been a huge step for us and we've worked really hard to get to that to find somebody who is willing to work with us on you know kind of on our terms and you know and uh, not uh, rip the band apart so to speak oh wow that's cool, man. Well, then in a nutshell, that was the best I could do there. I know I left out a lot of areas in there, but... <laughs> no, I mean, look, the, the the fact of the matter is out of everybody I've ever known, you are definitely the most driven and dedicated person I've ever seen. You don't give up, you won't give up, and you keep going for what it is that you love to do. And well, thank you. I respect, thank you. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, I mean... 100% professional. You're always on details. I love it. I mean, when to be honest, you know, when you, when I came in as a kid, you you took me under your wing. You helped me out. You sold me gear, and I felt comfortable with you. I mean, you just do an all-around great job, and I think a lot of people in the community owe you one. And we're here to help promote your brand and promote you and the band and Sam Grow. So. You know, wow, man! I, I really you, appreciate brother. that. It's like it's crazy because I've I've seen you guys. You know, uh, when I was playing and you were coming along, it's like all the musicians in the area that I've you know uh, sold gear to and stuff. And it's just, but it was more than just. There was great relationships. Like I've known your family. Uh, you know, Mr. Alban over there is an awesome bass player too. I've known him for a long time. It's like uh, you know, you guys are are part of that whole history, really. You know. Yeah, I mean, and, and you talk about the the early days of when the uh, the guitar player, the MTV days, and all, that was a to to not use the wrong phrase, and anybody can correct me on this, but that was like a romantic time. Yeah, it was. We, we don't see yeah. that anymore like that. It was much more personal when it came to because, like, I mean, uh, you know, you didn't have you know all the access to internet, and there wasn't uh, you know with cell phones and stuff where you could just look up anything on a dime or promote yourself. Right, and it was crazy to, you know, like you'd have somebody that you really admired, and you bought their, you know, at the time I guess it was a combination of CDs and everything that everybody was buying, but there were still records and stuff. But to see, you know, like somebody like, you know, like a star like that come along, and you just admire them on guitar, it just enthused you to just want to learn and play, and that's that's what was so cool about it, you know. Yeah, uh, and it was... I mean, I, I just uh, like I say I can't, uh, I'll never forget those days because that's kind of like. That was like the most energetic time and the coolest time I think to be around in music. It's still, it's, you know, it's still great to play music and all, but it's just like it was, like you said, it was much a more, a, a more romantic time to be in the in the business. It really was, and you know, if it wasn't for for you uh, being there, us us younger guys. I'm not saying I'm, we're not that much younger than you are, but 
We, you, you know, you've dealt with us when we were teenagers, you know. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that, it, we, it, it kept us coming back, and we knew we could come into the store, and we knew we could just talk about any type of gear we wanted to. Uh, we might necessarily buy it, but when we saved up enough money, we'd come back and get it. No, that was the cool thing about it. You know, it's like not everybody had money just to come in there and throw down and walk out with stuff, but, you know... Uh, you know, everybody would save up their money and then you'd buy your instrument. But it was like, it, was, it wasn't it uh, was that it couldn't be done. It's like stuff was pretty affordable. You could buy some great guitars at that point in time. I mean, you know, I remember seeing Stratocasters and stuff when they were just a fraction of what they are now. It blows my mind to look at some of the prices and see where the stuff's gone. But again, that's, that's the economy. It has to go there, you know? Yeah. Right. Gene and I got to bring up this one story for the audience real quick, just to show how far our relationship is. Is when we first started playing out, Gene started had this mobile recording studio system. Remember them yep. days, Gene? Oh yeah. Um, so I used to drive that stuff around in my white Astro right. uh, van. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. Did it say free candy on the side of the van? I hope not. But no, I wish I could. I wish I could have something to say cool about the van. But it was just a. It actually was a. It was a, a used a, a van from Amona Electric. And I got a deal on it and bought it from them at an auction day. <laughs> nice, nice. But the, the point of the story is that me and my brothers, we jammed, we had a band, and we hired Gene to come to our house with the mobile gear, and we cut a demo in a day. And I just yep. have to say, man, that experience has stuck with me for the rest of my for, for ever, dude. I just and it was the greatest day of our life. And just as as young kids coming up to have that option of doing that, I look reflect back back on it now, and I just think, man, thank you, thank you again. <laughs> it was hey, you know, that's the while that you even mentioned that. I, I, I know this is kind of going in a different direction, but I got to tell you this story. Right, uh, cool. You were talking about that remote uh, recording. Uh, guy hit me up about uh, last year and said, hey, man, he goes, you probably don't remember me. He goes, but um, you came to our house and recorded our band. And he goes, and it changed my life. He said, I became a, a recording engineer just from that experience. He said, I was just so knocked out by the whole process. He said, I started getting into it. So he went to school for it. And uh, I don't know if you remember this name or not. Do you remember Jason Hall? Yeah. Hey, Gene, speaking yeah. of the mobile studio, that that was the, I was in that project. Were you really? Yeah, you came down to uh, it was Dan. It was Dan <laughs> oh Redding's well, house. I just actually hooked up with Jason over the last uh, couple months, and we've had dinner and stuff. And I went over to see the studio, but Jason is actually doing some huge stuff, man. He's uh, he's been recording like you know Eric Church, yeah, uh, little little big town right. Lanco. He's been winning some mix, you know, an engineer awards. But he works with Jay Joyce. Yeah, he um, he got a Grammy. The man yeah, has I mean, a he's, Grammy. He's huge. He's huge. And I mean, it just, but it blew my mind that he took time to call me up and say, hey, I really want to, you know, thank you and let's get together and have a beer sometime. He goes, because without that start, he said that wouldn't have pushed me in that direction. That but is. I, that made me feel really good. It uh, should. You know, if it if should I, nothing else comes good. in my life, those are some good things to hear. So. It, it totally. That's my, that's my story. <laughs> that story. And actually, you actually said it before I did because I was going to reflect on what Dan said about the mobile studio and how much I remember it because you did that for us. It was down at Dan Redding's house down in Baden 
Exactly. And, and that was me and Dan and Jason Hall. Oh my God. And I still have all the demo tapes. We went to your house, your old townhouse with the yeah, mix. Came to the, we and finished the up mixing. the tracking at the townhouse. Yes. And yep. that, that made an impact on me. And um, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, dude, I was there. I was in that. Jason Hall was 16 at the time. My gosh. Young kid. I remember you telling us that day, he's like, you guys need to go to like New York or something. <laughs> yeah, well, at the time, that was kind of the places to be. I mean, uh, you know, Nashville was still there, but you had, you know, L.A., you had New York, and you had Nashville. Yeah. And really, I think for us growing up at that time, I really didn't know what Nashville was really all about. I knew that, you know, that the record labels and uh, publishing and that sort of thing were there. But I didn't know that at that time that, hey, you could go there and if you're a songwriter, you could become a songwriter, you know, or you could get into the industry. It was like it was this unknown thing, you know what I mean? But New York was was the more uh, at the time, I think it was more the draw for for rock and stuff like that. It seemed like a lot more was happening in the city, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because I knew that kid. That kid was smart. That kid was smart from the get go. And I knew that. And. We actually turned around and did our second demo with you again, but this time it was at IQ. Yeah, yeah, because I, I bought that building just to stop having to drag yeah. the gear around, and, and it just made it more convenient for everybody to come to one location. Yeah. So. Uh, and, of course, that grew from there. Uh, that was when I was working with uh, uh, Rich Isaac. Um, who was, was a my former, partner in that. former teacher of mine, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Great bass player, man. Wow, I didn't even remember that he did that, but that's cool. But yeah, yeah and then, uh, he actually, he had left and gone off to do some other stuff. So I moved the studio down to Waldorf. And of course, that's become Night Sky Studio now. That's, uh, I sold it to uh, Ron Vinto. Isn't that crazy? Time How this yeah. all happens? Yeah. So a lot of uh, a lot of people are still, Ron's been running that business for a while. That's uh, That's been his livelihood for years now. Good, good. There's that sense of community. I mean... Damn, yeah, I mean, it's like it's. I, that's one thing I, I I didn't want to see that die. You know, I didn't want to see it go away. And when I had it in Clinton, I was like, you know, I'm gonna move this man. I gotta move this and keep it going. So I just rebuilt it better and bigger and put it down in Waldorf. And uh, and at, at one point, I was just so I was so burnt out. I think because I I really built the studio so that I could record in there, and yeah. uh, it got so busy. Um, that I could never get time in there, and of course you got to pay the engineer, you got to pay the electric bill and, and the rent. Yep. So uh, I can't turn down a session. So I was booking sessions, and finally I just said to myself, you know what? I'm not even doing my music. I was working at Hot Lakes, I was doing that, and it was like it was just taking all my time. So I said, yeah. I looked over at Ryan. I said, do you want to buy this? And he said, yeah, I'm not going to pass it up this time. So he bought it, and that's how that all <laughs> fell into place. That's nice. Awesome, man. That's cool. Dude, so it allowed me to get back to doing what I what I enjoy doing, which was playing and, and writing. That's good stuff. Let's get back on track on this thing. So, yes. <laughs> that was cool memory lane, though, man. I appreciate the candidness. For Sorry, that. man. Yeah, we blew the dust off that one. That was, we, that was memories right there. We all, run, we all run deep for a long time here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we do, man. It's insane. It's 20 plus years. It's insane. <laughs> so cool. But wow. at the end of 2018... Guys signed your deal with Average Joe's. You're, you're you're in there. You recorded the album. Is the album done? What's your status? I know the producer. Yeah, all the all the tracks are all the tracks are done. They actually have a single that they're going to release at the end of this month, and then uh, the whole album will come out in May. 
Okay, in time for more. This is what the plan Memorial is. Memorial Day, you think, before that? Say that again? Do you think before Memorial Day? I, you know, it's it's always, a, I, you know, I hate to give a specific. I know they said May, and, of course, that could be pushed to the end of May. You know, it could be, you know, you never know. So it's like, uh, but that's what they're shooting for, and I think they have a plan. Uh, so far, they've been on track with everything. You know, like they said that they wanted that single, and I know they've been, uh, you know, running through mixes and stuff like that. Jacob Rice is the, the producer on the, uh, the project, and he's been doing an you know, amazing job. And I just I can't wait for people to hear this new stuff. Mm. Yeah, so, so what do you think of the new single, man? Your gut, what's your gut tell you? Oh, man, I, I tell you, it's, it, well, for one thing, I, I, I don't know if everybody knows how the whole industry works in Nashville, but, like, if you're an artist and, say, you go down to, you know, put a record out or you do get signed, a lot of times the, the players that are in the band don't get a chance to do the tracking. Oh, wow. uh, it's simply because it's a money thing. You know, they have top session guys down there that can give them exactly what they want quickly and efficiently, and it saves everybody money and time. So a lot of times the groups get kind of shoved out of the whole process. Okay. So we were very lucky that, you know, Sam has stood up for us from day one, and that's why it took him so long to sign. Uh, wow. Because he wanted to use us in the studio and keep us as his band. Okay. So we actually played. I played bass on all these tracks, and it, as far as I'm concerned, it's the best stuff we've we've ever done because we've got you know top-notch people working on it. Uh, they've given us everything we need, you know, studio-wise, and it, they didn't pr you know pressure us to do it in a certain amount of time. Uh, but just a great process. So I think it's going to be the best stuff so far, and I hope we have some hits on there. Yeah, so it's, it sounds like you signed with a company that's about getting it done right and not about rushing. And that Man, I tell you, I, you know, I've worked with a lot of different, like, uh, production deals and things like that, that. This is one of the best groups of people. Let's forget about even calling them a label, but they're, I, you know, they're great individuals. Uh, they've set us down as a whole band, listened to the tracks. Uh, together, it's not like they exclude anybody. You know, it's like very family oriented and just a good vibe. That's awesome, man. That's so awesome to hear. Well, that's how a... you get the quality product, man. You have to have the core group together to get that same feel and that quality product. Yeah, I, I and think. even the producers, like you know, listen, uh, you know, play it the way you feel it. You know, right. he's not trying to tell you what to play. Uh, he just makes you play the best that you can, and I, I really appreciate that because going in there, there's a lot of pressure, you know, uh, to do the best. And of course, there's players down there that can eat you for lunch. So it's like, <laughs> yep. you know, having somebody who brings the best out of you as an artist or a player, you know, it's like uh, that means a lot to me. Yeah. Well, that's the evolution of playing. It's always fun to see someone that can play, yeah. just so it gives you inspiration and gives you the the inner powers to do it man. right the fact of the matter is you could be three thousand years old and there's stump there's still somebody better <laughs> oh you know that's i you know you got to be humble man i hear a lot of guys sometimes yeah. flexing and i'm like look you know come on man <laughs> uh, yes. you know reality is the guy that's waiting on your table in nashville can yep. take a guitar and just burn you down to the ground so yep. you need to be you, know, you got to be humble you yeah. never know who you're talking to yep. you never know who you're meeting um so it's a, 
it's a humbling experience and it's i recommend it highly for everybody <laughs> yeah i wouldn't dare set foot in nashville because there's probably an eight-year-old that could run circles around me down there <laughs> you know I, I like see you know the biggest thing and i i learned this from a couple people down there it's like if you go with the attitude of you know you're trying to be the best be the best that you can be and forget about all the rest because there's always going to be somebody that's going to come in and wow you it's like yeah. but what is it the singer for lady antebellum i don't know the guy's name but off the top of my head but he said he was you know he's performing at you know bridgestone arena right and he said listen man he goes you can walk down broadway right now and there's three singers that are singing in these bars that can sing me to to the ground and he said uh but i'm lucky i'm here and i got this position in this band yep. you know and I'm, I'm here performing for you tonight but I, i'd never take it for granted and I that's, thought that was a great thing to say. That's classy. That's a classy thing to say. It's yeah. it's true, yeah. man. First and class, it's and it's yeah. the truth. I mean, it's like we're all like you just keep working hard, and hopefully you get into the right group of people, or you shine to where people believe in you and give you a chance and an opportunity. So it's more than just how good of a player you are. It's right. how good you are as a person, how good you are at business. You know, all that stuff comes into play. Yeah, and at a certain point in time, the notes of the song come into play. I mean, there's only so many notes you can play at some yeah. point. I mean, that, <laughs> exactly. I mean, there is that. You know, I mean, Dan, you know, you just said a mouthful there because I tell you something. I've been on some sessions <laughs> where I played, and they went, "Now this is earlier stuff," and they're like, uh, "Can you play a little less? You know, can you play less yep. than that?" It's like it's not how much you can. All these licks and things. A lot of times, you never get a chance to use them. It's like, can you play with the drummer? You know, can you take right. you know advice or can you take direction? And it's like that's what they want. Do you sound? Does your instrument sound good? Do you know what you're doing? And can you follow you know maybe a chart or do you know what you're doing? That's right. that's what's most important. You're absolutely right. I I, I ran into a session like that back in '04. Um, we did a big big production and I had practiced for like six months before we went to the studio. And it, two seconds into this one song, the engineer not even the producer looked at me and said yeah that's too much so yep. i had i had to rewrite it on the spot and come up with something like really quick i'm like and then you know i'm like you know late 20s i'm thinking who the hell are you to tell me what i'm doing man it's intimidating man and when somebody starts because then you go well wait a minute i thought i you know i thought yeah. this was cool why why don't you like it or why isn't it working but you know those guys do songs every day and they record people all the time yeah they know so what they're doing they can tell you sometimes like hey you know that again their opinion's not always not right but you know uh they do it every day so they they know what works in a song what doesn't and uh learning from that is is a, is a great thing if you can keep your ears and eyes open is what i always tell everybody yep yeah. you learn so much yeah be open to criticism there's nothing wrong with it yeah it, yeah. Take, it takes time to learn that though when you're younger you don't want to hear it but no, as you as you get older, true. you're like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. There's a reason why he's saying what he's saying. Let's go with it and try it. Yep. I don't I don't know, man. I could be way off, but no, I, that's exactly right. It's it's really like say it's a, a lot of times they hire people because uh, they have their act together and they're easy to work with. No. Uh, if you're recording sessions where you're working for clients. You know, it's like, how do you handle yourself in situations like that? You know, and it's like, if you are better at that, you're going to get a call back. Right. You know, uh, the guy comes in and has an attitude and says, hey, look, I'm not going to, 
you're not going to tell me what to play, I, I doubt very seriously they're going to call him back. Right. Attitude is everything, brother. Well, yeah. Attitude is everything. <laughs> I've learned that yeah. long time ago. Long As long. in you can't have one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just, just positive energy, man. Just be positive, man. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's it's so easy to go the other direction, but you really have to uh, keep your keep your head together and, and you know, and what's important. Well, that's <laughs> Dude, that's some awesome inside information in the recording process. I do appreciate that. That's that's some awesome stuff, dude. Let's let's talk about what kind of um tour schedule do you got planned? What what's that what what's that process gonna be like? What's, yeah, actually this has been a crazy time too. Since we signed this thing, we've been doing less shows because everything's been kind of in the works of getting the whole tour together and what's gonna happen with the record. So the, the soonest stuff we have right now, we're playing the 17th at the Queen. Uh, that's in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, the 18th, we're like at the Hard Rock in Philly. And then uh, Sam's doing his birthday celebration at Union Jacks on the 19th of January. So that's going to be right here in Annapolis. And uh, then we've got a, a run that we're doing with Tyler Farr. That's coming up uh, month next month. And um, we do a, a, like a couple shows with him. And then we head off to Boston, and uh, so we've got some pretty good stuff planned. That's awesome, dude. And then the whole full summer tour, winter tour, to have y'all yeah, planned things that will, far things out? Yeah, things will probably really soon as, we're going to be busy, obviously, every month, but it's like when it hits May, when this thing drops, it's uh, it'll be crazy. I mean, I probably won't be home much at all then. It's like we'll be running. Uh, that's a, the, the toughest thing is really it's the travel time. Like we might have a run where we just do three or four shows, but you, know, you have to get there. So like this week, I just got back from Nashville. Um, I went with the guys to, they played in Franklin, Ohio. So we came back from Franklin to Nashville and then I hightailed it back home. So I got a few days before we take off again, you know? Mm. Oh, wow. That's hard, man. That's hard. God, yeah, that drive and that driving is it's uh <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. I uh it's a, it's a ten hour run for me. Yeah, and it's like so, but I've gotten so used to it now. Like I left there at like about six thirty a.m. Uh, and I got here about just just before six o'clock. So I was able to have dinner with my wife and kick back and have a few drinks and you know it's so it was good to be home. So I try mm. to do it during the daytime where it doesn't kill me. Yeah. Yeah, man. God, that's hard. I thought you moved to Nashville, Gene. No, I. Uh, everybody's there. Everybody's there. Um, you know, they've they've been down there for a while. Um, I'm the only one that's still up here, but it it kind of it's tough, but it does work for me. Uh, you know, we have all our family here, so it's like you know, really, this is my home, and it's like, and Maryland's always going to be my home. I don't yeah. care what happens, but um, Love that. you know, for me, I'm I'm down there, but I I do the work I need to do. I meet them on the road. Uh, sometimes I'll meet them out on their when they're coming up, but a lot of the stuff. The East Coast is a huge market uh, right. for shows. Mm-hmm. So, what so most you, of the, go right ahead. What do you do? You like park a car on the side of the road and jump in the van somewhere? Or? You meet them at truck stops <laughs> and stuff like that. You meet them at truck stops, or I'll catch a ride with somebody that's you know somebody else, or catch yeah. a ride and meet them somewhere and uh, do the run and come back. And then I'll be, I try to gauge it. So when I'm close to Maryland and somebody that's coming to the show, I'll catch a ride with a friend or, you know, where the guys will drop me back off. If they're coming through here, I might have to rent a car. Sometimes mm. I might have to fly. Sometimes it just, you know, whatever it takes to, to keep it, you know, so it works. Dedication, brother. Oh, Dedication. Yeah. I well, I told it. some guys they were bitching about, uh, 
practice and they said man i gotta drive two hours to go to practice with this band and i was like i'm sick of this you know and i was like two hours i said man i drive i drove 10 hours to get to a practice <laughs> to a practice right <laughs> so i said listen i don't want to hear it i said if you really want to do it i said you'll make it happen mm-hmm. and you you have a knack for making it happen bro that's for sure man that's wow that's legit <laughs> so that's the road life of Gene Clayton, man. That's, Jeez. Damn, yeah, that's I just the, stuff, that, that's the stuff that people don't see. They don't see all the behind-the-scenes work that yeah. you do. But I mean, we uh, we've been we've been very fortunate, man. I you know I, I got to say, you know, between all the things that have happened, and it's been it might have taken a lot longer. Like I always tell people, I've taken the long road around to get to everything that I've done. But it's like, but I you know I can't say that I. You know, people say, well, you've made it, but I don't, I feel like I made it when I started being able to do it for a full-time thing, a, a living, you know? Right. So it's, each step has been just icing on the cake. It's, but to be able to play for people and they enjoy your music and they buy your music, to me, I've already, you know, you've already made it if you're there. If you're yeah. doing it full-time and you're, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's more than I could have ever asked for. So this all happening is like, you know, I'm glad it is happening, but don't get me wrong, but it's like, you know, I feel as though we've we made it a long time ago. You know. Yeah, it's well worth it, man. Well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I remember my days in music retail when I managed the the, the Hot Licks Guitar Shop in Waldorf, Maryland, and you were teaching vocals there. We had many conversations in your little studio room. You remember those? Yeah. Yes, I mean, I did. You've been a grinder, long time. And, um, you know what's funny about that? You mentioned that. What's that? I, I just realized this. I started teaching there before I started working on the floor and doing the managing thing. And then I went back there after I left and taught. And that was the last thing I did. So I started teaching and I ended teaching. Kind of cool. That, I was just realizing that that happened. That's uh, kind of funny in a way. Yeah, that was a, I mean, it was a short time for my stint there, man, but that was, I'll, it'll, no one will ever take it from me, and I had an awesome time doing it. Man, that was fun. That was history, you know? Yeah. yeah. There is a, there is another guy that I love from there besides Eugene, and that's, that's, <laughs> this is. that's my man Cricket, man, I miss that guy. Oh, my, bu- that's my buddy, man. That's everybody's buddy, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm going to tell you, that's, that is the, that is the coolest dude, the, the best friend ever. <laughs> Ever. Um, he moved out to Pennsylvania. Oh. He's been out there, and uh, he's, he's but, doing yeah, all right. I miss him dearly, man. He's awesome. Good. He's doing good. Then he's a great guitar player too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. He just didn't set him up. He actually played him. <laughs> yeah, he did. I've got him on recording. He uh, did a bunch of tracks with me a long time ago. Just amazing stuff. Wow. Man. Just I a mean, a lot of people dude. probably don't think that he because he was very shy about playing, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Somehow or another, I got him to do it, and he uh, he did a fantastic job. Wow. Yeah, I'd love to hear that one day, man, if you wouldn't mind Yeah, sharing. I'll have to share those with you, man. I've got them stashed away. I think they're on my computer. I have to have to dig and see if I still have the tracks. They were, they were never mixed completely, but they were just great, great songs. Man, that even makes them even more awesome. Really. Yeah, he's always been awesome to me. And, yeah. well, and it was real stripped down, too. It was just a three-piece thing. Yeah. So it was just bass, drums, and uh, Ernie Frieda played drums on it that's it the guy who played drums for me and quaid too and uh so it was a it sounded really really good but just real you know not overdone not a big production it was just you know electric guitar drums and bass 
I love it, dude. Wow. I love it. Yeah, if you if you if you run across it, man, that'd be something kind of cool. And I'll keep it. I I won't play it. I'll keep it private. Yeah. Oh, I don't care what you do with it, man. It's music. If you, you can do if whatever you, you want, share it, do whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> next, next time you talk to him, you tell tell him that both of us said, "Hey, I will." Please, by all means. Yeah, and one 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 quick cricket recap story, real quick before we can't. We always gotta tell this one. <laughs> me and that Go guy. Me and that guy. Ever, yeah, the greatest party ever. ever. Me and that guy drank a party to the next morning. We, we we waited for the bar the the liquor store to open back up so we could buy more beer. Me and Cricket did that one night at Danny Alvarez. Wow. That was at my kitchen table. I'll never wow. forget. I woke up. I got up at like five thirty in the morning. I only slept for about an hour, but I woke up and I went to the kitchen and they're sitting there. I said, "What are y'all doing?" And it's like waiting for the liquor store to open back up so we can go get some more beer. <laughs> true story, Gene. True Let me tell you story. He's a trooper, man. Yeah. I said, oh, I said, you guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, good stuff, dude. Gene, I can't thank you enough for doing this with us tonight, man. This is big time for us on the man, show. Man, I want you guys. I want to see you guys do well with this thing. I mean, uh, you know, the area needs stuff in every direction when it comes to the music to kind of get things back on track around here. You know, it's like so. If you're doing something for music, I'm I'm all in. That's so awesome. We appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, man. I'm, I talked to Danny when the, over the summer. I was like, man, let's do this for the community, man. Let's rally around these younger bands that don't have anybody to rally around. I said, let's just do it for them and to see what it, what happens. And so far, so good, man. We're, we're more than happy for what, how things are going. It's just Dude, like, I mean, if anything, they dial in, they listen, they hear something. Maybe they get encouraged, you know, from somebody, or they learn <laughs> something from some, what somebody said. So. I mean, you don't realize sometimes like you're planting seeds like that, but it's a, it's a great thing. You're doing a good thing. Thank you, sir. We appreciate that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, really, really, thank you so much. So, you know, we got one more question for you, then you can go on your way. It's the show. Right. It's the show's signature question. I don't need to say it. You probably know it, but the audience <laughs> needs to hear it. It's called best gig, worst gig. Answer in any order you like, but you got to answer both. What do you have right, for well, us? I'll, I'll tell you, when it comes to, I thought about worst shows, and I mean, I've had some crazy shows, but, you know, they always, I, they, they, the outcome is always the positive thing, which is you played for people, you won some fans. So, but the only one I'd like to say that ever came to mind that was really kind of a, a rough show was when I had a promoter that was putting a show together, and they hired us to play. And I don't know if you remember the Bayou in D.C. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, well, they booked us with this band. We didn't know anything about this group. They said that, hey, listen, you guys, this will work out perfect. You know, you'll come in and open for this group. But we get there, we, we come out on the stage, and the audience is literally, like, booing and, you know, and just going crazy. Well, we had no idea. It was like this, this cult following for this band. And it's like they were very quiet when they played. There were people sitting on the floor at the bayou and at the tables. Mm. So this our band at the time... That was with Chris Willett. He was the founder of it. That was Merman. Jimmy Jenkins was on drums and Chemo Chris, he was playing keyboards. Yeah. And it was a mixture between like Hendrix meets a punk band. Okay. <laughs> we come out on stage and start belting them with this music and they freaking lost their minds. The crowd was going nuts. They didn't, they, a lot of them didn't like it. Okay. Because they're used to this band that they, they follow and they're very religious about, to stay with this group and support them. So they weren't supporting anybody else except for this band. 
So I'm like, man, after we get off the stage, it's like they were literally, if somebody made any noise doing this concert that this band played at, they would kick them out. <laughs> so I, I asked the promoter, I said, why did you put us on this show? Mm. And it was like, we had, they said, man, we thought it would work. And I'm like, are you crazy? So that was the, probably the worst show that I ever had to play because people didn't want to see you. That's a qualifier, dude. You have no problem ranking that as a worst show. That's, That's some horrible. weird shit. That's some weird shit, man. Oh but now the best, the best show for me was just uh, about a year ago. I got to play in front of a band that I grew up, it's like history to me, which was Leonard Skinner. Holy oh, smokes. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, not just, I'm not talking a side stage, I'm not talking, you know, on the outside of the pavilion or whatever. We played on the same stage as these guys played. And it was like, just mind-blowing. And then, of course, you know, you got uh, Johnny Van Zandt comes walking down, and I said hi to him. And it's like, I, I wish I could have met his brother, but I never did. But uh, Johnny Van Zandt, and then what makes this story really good is, you know the guitar player they have, it's Ricky Metlock? Yeah that plays with them now um i opened for ricky years ago at wilmer's park <laughs> yeah. when ricky played when he had his band blackfoot yeah wow oh yeah 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 so i looked at him he didn't re he didn't recognize me at all because i look a lot different of course he, his face is everywhere so i know what he looks like and uh but I blew up his bass player's amplifier. Oh my God. That she didn't <laughs> at forget that show no, at <laughs> So it's just kind of funny, you know, that, you know, that I've been that close to being around these, that guy. And he's like, now he's playing in Leonard Skinner. And I got to play for those guys. So if any, if nothing else happens in my life with music, that was like hands down one of the best moments of my life to play for those guys and have Johnny Van Zandt come up and shake my hand and talk to me. So I'm, wow. I'm done. Yep. That that's qualifies. incredible. That's awesome, dude. That's, that is, that's, that's a, awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you. Dude, that's all I got. That, <laughs> that's more than we could ask for. That's pretty freaking cool, man. man that's the best gig for <laughs> sure, man. Man, that's awesome, dude. Well, Holy Gene, smokes. you've been a champ. I don't want to take up any more of your time. We appreciate having you on the Guitar Gurus. Plug one more tan one more time to Sam Grow Band for that the audience. Let's hear it. Yeah, man. If uh, listen, if you guys can make it out to the shows, we're going to be uh, the January 17th at the Queen. That's in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, on the 18th at the Hard Rock in Philly, PA. 19th at Union Jackson, Annapolis. Uh, we've got some other shows that are going to be uh, out of the area, but we're going to be doing the Tile Far thing. That's in uh, February. And then we're coming back home. We're going to be doing some shows, uh, actually, at um, Event 5 South uh, with Taylor Phillips. Uh, he's the guy who wrote the song for, uh, writes songs for Kane Brown. Uh, he also wrote the song Hurricane. Uh, uh, Luke Combs, does that ring wow. a bell? Yeah, I just saw Kane Brown on TV the other day. Dude, yeah, well, so he's, you guys uh, Taylor are... works with those guys and writes for them. He's an awesome uh, songwriter, so he's going to be uh, doing that show with us at Event 5 South. That's on, uh, that's uh, February 2nd, I believe. That's so a, if that's people a great... come out to it, man, buy some tickets and come on out and let's have some fun. That's Groundhog great day, to be right? down in the Southern Maryland market again like that. That's deep Southern Maryland. But, that's perfect. Oh, yeah, it is. Like I say, I was kind of surprised that this popped up, but it's... Uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a cool show, and Taylor does a great job. Uh, him and Sam will do a thing where they do like an acoustic kind of breakdown stuff, and it really, it's really entertaining to kind of connect with the crowd like that. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so February 2nd, 5 Event South Center, right? 
Yep, and that's with Taylor Phillips. And then, uh, like I say, we'll, like, we've got all those other shows going on in January. If they just look up, if they go to my site, just, you know, uh, on my Facebook page, Gene Quaid, just look me up on there. All the dates are on my uh, profile thing. Just click on that, and it shows all the dates. So if you if you want to find out about a show and all that stuff, the information's right there. Cool, dude. Awesome, you dude. You might see me at that February 2nd show. Yeah. I yeah, think definitely, man. Hit me up and let me know if you're coming. All right, yep. I definitely will, man. And if we do make it out there, do you think you can get us there so I can talk to Sam real quick and the boys and see all that? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Not a problem. Oh, cool. Well, okay. you you might get both of us back back down there. Well, that's, a, that's good. Like I say, hit me up and let me know if you're coming. Yep. All right, brother. We're on it, man. So from the guitar. Oh, well, you got oh, one more well, thing, one, one more thing before you sign off with oh, Gene, because uh, yes. this, this is my favorite guest so far, and I hate to say that because I've loved everybody we've had. All right. But we go way back. <laughs> The man, you know, he's always been there. He's always been a part of my musical life. I got to say, wow. Gene, um, I appreciate everything that you do. Appreciate everything you've ever done. I look forward to what you're going to do in the future. And if I see you again, hopefully it's us having sushi sitting side by side like the last time I saw you. Ooh, now you hit my soft spot. I love sushi, man. That's the last time I saw you. I was sitting down eating sushi. You came, sat down, and looked over and went, holy shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, man. I and love I love sushi. You said the coolest thing that anybody's ever said. And you said What's that? It, you said it in front of my wife, and thank you for this. I said, hey, babe, this is Gene Quaid. I want you to meet Gene. And, and you said, hey, Danny taught me everything I know about how to play bass. <laughs> That's the kind of guy you are. Ah, that You're great. that fucking cool, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I see, man. I've, I've learned a lot from you guys I love all you, along the way, too. So don't think it's yeah. just one-sided, man. No. I, like I said, I really no. respect you guys for doing what you do, staying with the tube, uh, supporting something like this. It's it's great, man. And yeah. I, I can't say enough good things about you. So keep up the good work and... Uh, Let's uh let's hook up at one of those shows and have a few drinks. Let's do that. Yeah, dude, I'm actually making a me- um a thing in paper right now, dude. I'll see you on the second. I'm going down there. Yeah. So we're there, dude. Yeah. We're coming. We're coming. You are cool. a you are an A-list uh, of this show. You are you are. We we love you, man. Yeah. Thank God you came on. Man, Thank you. thanks. Thank hey, you. I appreciate that. Like yep. say, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys big time. So thank you so much for having me on and. And I say we'll uh, we'll do some more of this stuff in the future for sure. Thank you. Awesome. We look That's forward awesome. to it. Cool. All right, brother. Well, you have a good night. And from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, we say thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank right. you. See ya. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. Cool, man. I could have did three more hours of that. You know that. Oh, dude, we did. We, we both could have. He should just be here doing the show with us. We've got point. 20 plus <laughs> years of history. We could have just talked the whole night. Yeah. But how cool was it that he gave us his time? His time is is limited. If I didn't mistake him, he literally just got off the road from Nashville today. Right. And called us after that drive. And he's home, which those moments are precious, man. Yeah, dude, much respect for that. Um, I implore everybody, come out to the show on the second hang out with us we're gonna be there we're going dude we have to after that dude I, that's the least i could do is go to the show after that oh, yeah uh, and it's gonna be a fun time it'll be a fun time they do a good show it might be an appearance from both 
both the Dan and Dan from the Guitar Guru. The show. only thing holding me back is a blizzard. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. The only thing that holds me back might be like raging diarrhea or something. But, yeah, they make medicine for that. Yeah. So that was that was incredible, incredible, incredible. Most gracious, first class, Gene Quaid. Holy smokes! I'm I don't even I'm 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 at a loss. Yep. And I can usually talk forever, but I can't even talk right now. Yep. It's time for a break. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll get this thing dialed up. Yeah, I may have to go touch myself. Cool. This is Guitar Gears <laughs> with Dan and Dan. We'll see you in a bit. This song, dude. I can this tell. Is so awesome. I love it. I feel I'm Casey Kasem. Yeah. You in the jungle. It's late in the show and I'm gone nuts and I need some help, please. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, the Guns N' Roses night was a spot on idea. Oh, yeah. Let me bring it back down. Man, I love that stuff, dude. God, as I get older, I just love it even more, man. It's insane how that works. Isn't it great? Yeah, it is. It's hard to believe that's been like 32 years ago. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. It's crazy. Wow, it's held up. It has held up. It really has. God. So cool. So earlier in the show, I talked about the Ireland Guitar of the Week, and it's... It's the time slot to bring it up, and we're going to talk about it real quick. All right, let's so do it. What we had this week is we had the ESP LTD version of the George Lynch Kamikaze Number no. Four graphic, and it was a truly awesome experience. It really was. The body, Maple Neck, Floyd Rose One Thousand Tremolo. I mean, it's got all the kick-ass parts, man. Custom wound Seymour Duncan pickups. I mean, it's a player's guitar, man. Yeah. It really is, dude. It speaks for itself. I mean, I don't even really know what I got to reveal about it. I mean, it's a legendary, iconic piece. It's just at an affordable price point so the, the majority of guitar players can enjoy in on that scene. So it, that's why I love those guitars like that. Because it's like when I was a kid coming up, I couldn't get a real one back in the 80s. I didn't even know how to play guitar back then, <laughs> let alone get a ESP custom-made joint, you know. So it's cool that they're doing this. So I'm all about it. I love the LTD line of products. They can do no wrong to me. I do love it. I'm an avid Fender guitar player, but I do love my ESP LTDs. So they're good stuff. And that that one's right up there too, dude. Top rank file, man. It's good stuff. I mean the graphics on it are gorgeous. I mean it's cool. 
I mean, that dope kamikaze pilot right there, you know, he's real cool. The graphics, even the bombs up there, man. Everything's better with bombs on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, it, yeah. it's awesome, dude. George knew what was up when he was designing the graphic. He's like, dude, you got to have bombs on it. Why wouldn't you have bombs on it? It's a kamikaze. <laughs> and what's really rad is the headstock, man. It's got the jagged cuts in it, man. It's awesome, dude. And I made a little promotional little video thing like I did last week for that other guitar. So Very nice. So th- that'll be playing while we're talking about this. And I implore everybody, go down and play that one. And that's actually the one that George played when he did the demo at Island this past year. Oh, yeah. The, the same one. The exact the same, one. same one. Yeah. And he, yeah. That's him. And he's the one that put the last setup on it before he left. He put brand new strings on it and set it up. Wow. So I got to play on it like that. So that's the guitar to go get. Like I said, I can't take them all home. And that's one I really wanted to, too. But I got to keep true to my word and, and keep it straight, legit. So... But that's an awesome piece. I implore everybody, go to the store and try it out. It's a ripper. I put some video up. Everybody saw it. They're all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Could you go all shreddy veteran on oh, Dude, dude, I live in thrash metal mode 24-7. <laughs> that's why I host a podcast and not in a, in a band full-time anymore. <laughs> but I love doing some shredding. It's just good. Just like this classic. But without further ado, I just want to say thanks to Keith and Island. Keep that segment going. Yeah. Love doing it, man. It's yeah, good stuff. That's a that's a great sense of community kind of segment, man. Yeah, and like I said, I'm happy to be the conduit. And and it's kind of cool. Every Friday I get to go to the store and examine the inventory, see what we want to talk about and pick something up. So this weekend, I'll be able to get to do it on my own. But when this show comes out and you hear this, post up on our wall. Tell us what guitars you want me to review next. Yeah. And we'll bring them on in. Throw it out there. Yeah. And as he's, if Keith's cool with it, I'm doing it. It could be anything. I'm down. I'm cool with it. It's yeah. cool. I just love to be in a position to help the community out by guiding them. Yeah. But that, that ESP LTD George Lynch kamikaze, if, you, if that's your thing, if he was your dude... And then you just, or you just like the graphic of it. The guitar plays fantastic. Yeah. So if you dig the graphics and you don't know who he is, shit, just play it, man. It's tight. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Like I said, man, I was there, dude. On a, on a, I was pacing back and forth, just thinking about, just trying to get it. But I was like, nah, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. But it's a great guitar, man. I implore everybody go try it out. It's good stuff. Wow. So. Holy shit, sweet child of mine's on. Yeah, let's get Christine on the phone. Third and final guest. He's the man. Christine. This song makes me think of being 13 years old again. Ooh, wow. Well, save that thought, dude. We'll talk about that another time. I can't share that. Because right now, we must get the technology of the phone cranking. Yes, that always helps. (laughs) Where's his number? There we go. Here we go. It's ringing. Uh-oh. It's ringing. I love it. I'll be answers. He will. Hello? Christine, this is Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Hey, what's up, man? Heck yeah. All right, man. We got Christine <laughs> on the phone. In. We're in the studio. We're doing the show live, dude. I appreciate you coming on. 
Um, I got my co-host, best friend, Dan Alba with me. Dan, say hi. Good, uh, good evening, Chris. How are you, buddy? What's up, man? How man. are you? Good to hear from you guys. You too, <laughs> man. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, yeah man. thank you guys so much for having me on. It's uh, I really like this idea, and I actually saw Dan in the store uh, at Island yesterday, and we were talking about how awesome it has grown so much in just this short time. I think that's so cool. You guys are almost over, like, or you guys are over 2,000 likes on Facebook now. That's insane. Yeah, we're over 20, so 2,300 likes as of now. <laughs> nice. Right? Yeah, dude, it just keeps growing by leaps and bounds, and we're all about it, dude. We're here for the local bands, man, and that's what's cool. It's like, I love it. We're just all about it, man, and, and you coming on tonight is really helping us out, in, and, and, we, and we really want to help you out. So let's just start off by talking about how are you feeling and how is your ankle and your 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 surgery what's going on dude give us a health update put us at ease yeah dude so um well first off let me start off by saying i'm pretty honored to be on this particular podcast because there's a lot of talented dudes that i'm sure you've talked to already um i know the guys from hydro effects when i was in with lying eyes i'd go see them play all the time so um they're awesome. Love those dudes. And um, I know that Philip used to be pretty close with the dudes in Sam Grow and Gene plays for them. So um, I've only heard good things about those guys. So thanks again for having me. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, 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 Hydrofex was all about some Chris Dean. You'll hear back and play back. They love, they, they love themselves some Chris Dean. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all cool, man. Before we talk about my foot, what's funny about those guys is that we actually um, – we played at the last drop a couple weeks ago, and they played at Toots. So those are right next to each other. So that, uh, Greg and them actually came over and um, watched us, and they got on stage and sang a song with us, um, which was pretty fun. But um, let me tell you guys about what's going on with my situation here real quick. Sure, dude, sure. Um, so I talked to you, I guess it was two weeks ago, and I had just, I literally had just gotten out of the hospital. Um, I went to Charles Regional in Charles County, and then they're basically, they didn't have like a foot doctor on call. So they shot me up via ambulance to uh, Washington Hospital and um, to find out I had a fractured calcaneus bone, which is the bone in your heel. So um, it's it's really, the bone is hard on the outside, but really soft on the inside, so it's easy to mess up. So basically, um, you know, I got it all wrapped up and then I had shows and stuff, so I kind of um, had to push back the surgery from uh, not last Friday, but the following to last Tuesday. So I got the surgery on Tuesday, um, and it went well. Um, obviously, they put me under anesthesia and all that good stuff. And um, uh, afterwards, I didn't feel any pain because they had put a nerve block in my leg, and it numbed from my knee all the way down to the tips of my toes so i couldn't even move my foot oh wow yeah yeah so um and my mom's like been taking care of me obviously because i can't walk or drive or anything so she's like can you feel that like getting my toes so of course come like 1 a.m it wears off and i'm like oh my god dude this is so bad it was like 
it was burning. It was like, it was a burning sensation. And I didn't know, like, it was coming from the top of my foot, and it was just, like, so weird. It literally hurt so bad, man. And, like, so they were giving me painkillers, and it, I don't know how it would have felt without the painkillers, but, dude, I've never been in that much pain in my life. That was one day after surgery. Um, <clears throat> wow, dude, you're a trooper, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's insane. And you ain't missed no work either. That's the shit of it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've missed a couple. I missed Wednesday and Thursday of last week on lessons because the next day, that Wednesday, it was really, really bad, man. And, like, because they had to cut my foot open on the side. I have, like, 15 stitches in my foot at this point. Yeah. Um, long incision across the foot. And basically, they just open up from the side of the foot from the outside. And they go in and they have to they had to re-break my, my heel because it was, oh. it was already healing. So they re-broke it. Um, oh. And then they had to kind of like puzzle piece it back together and then they put a metal plate in my foot that's going to be in my foot for the rest of my life <laughs> holy smokes lord yeah so i actually have to get a card so like if i go to an airport i have to get a card that says i have a metal thing in my foot because right. it'll set the metal detector off and then it'll cause all this debacle so i have to bring a card with me if i'm traveling internationally now oh my wow. god yeah you, you got a frankenfoot <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I've seen the stitches once, and I, I, I'm an idiot. I looked up the procedure on YouTube after I got it done, and I, dude, oh my gosh, I could make it through maybe a minute of it. It was so disgusting, and I was like, no wonder I was in so much pain, because they literally ripped my foot to shreds, dude. Oh, <laughs> wow, dude. But now, I'm feeling good. Um, I hung out with my son all day today, which was great. Um, and it's it's kind of been putting a hurting on that because I just I can't drive and uh, you know I can't walk, so it's hard to you know be active with my son and stuff. But I got to spend the day with him. I'm literally in no pain at all as good. I'm talking to you guys. I'm not on any painkillers or anything, so that's really good. That's, that's great. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. I don't want you ever going down that road. I'll yeah. come kick your ass. Yeah. If, you can, if you can live <laughs> yeah. with it without no, the painkillers. No, about it. Um, it says take every four hours or as needed. And I've, at first I was taking it every four hours but if i don't need it i'm not gonna take it i'm not gonna you know do Good that to you. myself i know <clears throat> how risky painkillers and stuff can be yeah. um so yeah, i'm not gonna be doing all that yeah get yourself some damn ads and go on down the road that's all i say <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. i can do that now but last week man if i didn't have something i don't know what i would have done <laughs> oh i know i get a dude fresh out of surgery everybody gets a pass in my book that's yeah. just called life. It's how you manage it afterwards, and it sounds like you're being a pro about it. Um, you brought up having your son involved, so it sounds like you've got a head on your shoulders and you're thinking about him about it, and that's really cool to hear. So awesome for you on that deal, dude. That's really yeah, cool. man. It's uh, it's important to me to you know be able to spend time with him because like, I don't get to see him you know as much as I'd like to, but um. You know, it's nice to have the day with him. I, I can't do what I usually do, running around the yard, and, but I can, you know, kind of chase him around on my knees and stuff like that through the house. And, <laughs> you know, just just try to keep it light, but still be able to have a good time with him. So yeah. he's actually sleeping. I just put him to bed. <laughs> That's a good deal, dude. Well, yeah. well, I told you, well, let me, um, we'll get back to this. I saw you at the shop yesterday, um, yeah. and you got that, like, sling thing on your foot. Um, yeah. I still want to help you out if you st if you need to help. How's everything going with that, dude? What do you want to do? Um, I honestly, I, I have no idea. Like, I haven't gotten any bills yet. I, it's, you know, I go to get, like, blood work or something, and I get a bill. 
from that and just to see that I'm like oh crap here's another bill but I've been doing going so many places and doing all this stuff and getting like the ambulance to get transferred to the hospital I literally have no idea what I'm gonna see in the next couple weeks bill wise I'm sure it's gonna be insane um but you know uh I guess it is what it is and I know that you've been uh, talking about the t-shirt thing, uh, what was your idea on that? Well, what I did is I took that picture I got of that the, the jigger on your foot, <laughs> whatever that yeah. thing is. And it's a splint. <laughs> the splint. Majigger? Whatever. Did you say majigger? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Which minute? Whatever. That's great. That's whatever. Great. The, 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 yeah. Whatever. Well, anyway, I, I kind of worked it up in Photoshop and made a little area. All I need you to do is take a picture of you holding the arm. Um, <laughs> holding the marker, you get your hand holding the marker and send it to me. That's all I need. Okay. And you're killing I'll, me. I will do that. <laughs> we'll yeah, man. It. And if we'll we get could get done. something going with that, I mean, you know, I, I appreciate even the thought of it. You know, I don't expect um, anything from anyone. Um, and just the thought of you guys even considering doing something to help me out means so much. You know, so thank you for that. Hell yeah, man. We're here for you, brother. We're here. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's crazy the amount of, like, love and support I've gotten through social media about this whole thing because it, it really it does suck. I know that um, it's I'm playing all my shows and stuff. I haven't missed a show. I've missed some lessons and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm still sitting at my house most of the time with my foot up like a vegetable. So it's, it's a little disheartening. Okay. Uh, sitting down at shows, not being able to drive, not being able to walk, all that kind of stuff. So it's really nice to see, you know, support from uh, Southern Maryland. Yeah, gotta love Southern Maryland. If you if you can just text me and I'll bring you like a bowl of soup or some something like that. <laughs> Dude, I, I love a bowl of soup, man. Whatever you want, man. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what we're gonna do. Meals on wheels, man. We do that. Exactly, here. dude. I love it, man. I, I, dude, I know my mom's getting so sick of like taking care of me, cooking, <laughs> cooking my meals for me and stuff. No. Obviously, dude, my knees at this point. I've been trying to like get around the house on my knees, and they're like callous and bruised up. It's just, it's difficult, man. Unfortunately. Yeah, it sucks, man. I know, but it was it was a freak accident, you know. It was it was stupid. Um, I don't know if I. Do you guys want me to get into what I actually did? I know that. Uh, yeah, how did you hurt yourself? What were you doing? Yeah, so. dude? Were you in the bathroom looking at a website you shouldn't have been w- looking at on top of a toilet bowl? <laughs> you know, doing some crazy it's, maneuvers. Uh, well, my favorite story is uh, see what we do at shows is. Uh, we don't come straight out and say what happened at shows. Obviously, we want to kind of mess with the crowd and uh, stuff like that. So my favorite story that Philip will tell at shows is that I'm a skydiving instructor. And uh, <laughs> when I was skydiving, my parachute didn't go off in time. So I, like, broke my leg. <laughs> and nice. it's so funny because, obviously, that's a joke. And he says that at the show. That's usually the first one that he says because it's kind of weird to see the guitar player sitting down with a big sock on his foot it was funny we played in columbia a couple weeks ago and some dude came up to me at the bar during my break and he's like dude that's so crazy that you're a skydiving instructor and i should have gone along with it you know just for fun but i was like that's that's not the true story so i told him the true story that's the guy you invite um, to a poker map table (laughs) (laughs) so anyways 
what really happened was we played in North Carolina, and um, we play a lot of the tin roofs. Uh, I know that a lot of people have noticed that we play at these places called the tin roofs. So it's essentially just a chain. It's a really, really cool thing for musicians to do, to get traveling, get out there. So we play these tin roofs. Um, and the one in North Carolina is kind of in like a, it's like a shopping center mall type thing. Um, not like your typical mall, it's kind of like a outside uh, type deal. Um, but to load in, you have to take an elevator, go into loading docks, all that kind of stuff. So uh, we're leaving the show and the loading dock is closed off. They've closed the gate, so uh, you got to call the number to get back in. And me being dumb, I was like, yeah, I'll just climb over the fence. I'll get the number, you know, whatever. And they're like, well, there's, you know, there's a space underneath the fence to to go to. And I'm like, oh, no, I kind of want to look cool, you know, and scale the fence real quick and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, no, I'll just jump over it. So I jump over the fence. I literally launch myself. Instead of letting myself down, I launch myself over the fence. I land. I try to get up. I can't get up. Um, so they're like, are you okay? No, uh, something's wrong. They're like, okay, well, uh, what's that number? <laughs> so, um, so I give them the number, and you know, um, they have to help me in the van and everything. And I literally just launched myself over a fence to try to get us out of the the loading dock. That's what happened. Oh wow! Damn. Just a dumb accident. Yeah. Mm. That's why they call it accidents. Yeah, you're still young. This is what we do when we're young. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I'm uh, the doctor that I go to says I'll probably have arthritis and stuff like that. So. Oh man, yeah, don't start thinking about that. Scar tissue, dude. Just start putting turmeric in all your food, man. I literally take turmeric every day. <laughs> Good for you. That's the right thing to do, man. Yeah, I've I've been taking it since before this happened. I take a lot of vitamins and that kind of stuff. Just, yeah. You know, make sure I'm getting all my. We, we know more than just music on this show. We also know how to take care of yourself with the herbs. Yeah. <laughs> the turmeric. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of different things that it's crazy. There's so many different things you can take for, you know, inflammatory and all that kind of stuff. Turmeric yeah. is really good for that kind of stuff. Yep. Absolutely. That's insane. Well, let's, let's move along, dude. We got the yeah. health update. We got some things. We'll talk in private, and we'll get this thing finalized. And what we do, once we get the T-shirt done, we can just do a link. And you can take the link, post it wherever you want to post. I'll post it. You'll post it. They'll post it. And whoever buys a shirt, you can get all the proceeds, dude. And I can set it up that way through Threadless. Yeah, man. I really appreciate that. That would be really cool if we could, you know, get something going. I mean, like I said, I don't expect anything, but just saw it means a lot. Well, it's cool because the shirt's going to be like this. This is the premise. This is the sell. <laughs> this is the salesman in me. This is my pitch. When you're, <laughs> when you're spending your money, you're getting the shirt. Okay? That's the cool part. The second part is, is when you see Chris at the next show and you have that shirt, show him the shirt and he's going to sign his splint. Because I'm going to whiten out the area so it'll be a section for our signature. Yeah. So that'll That's be awesome. the deal. It'll be Chris's mug above it with his hand with a marker going, dude, I'll sign my shirt. <laughs> and, and that's it and then that's the interaction there so you it is. get the shirt and you get the signature whenever you run into him no mm. questions asked he's gonna sign it yep. he won't big Very time cool. you he won't do none of that dumb stuff so you get a twofer and that's cool yeah yeah man love it so we'll get that done like I said all I need is that hand holding that sharpie and we're good to go 
And we'll gotcha. Lock it, we'll lock it in. Nice. Yep. So we'll do that. So all right. So we we got that done. So let's we're burning through this. So I want to keep it going. So um, let's bring the listeners and the audience that aren't familiar with you up to speed and give us the little cliff notes slash readers digest version of Chris Dean the musician. Tell us about yourself real quick, dude. All right. Um, well, as they know now, my name is Christine. Um, I ha- I started playing music uh, through school. I played the trumpet in like fifth grade, so that was my introductory to music in general. Um, and then, uh, besides that, I-, I was probably like nine or ten when I started doing the trumpet. I think when I was eleven, my dad bought me a Washburn electric guitar, like one of the hundred dollar packs. Oh, wow. Um, we all yeah, started so. with that, dude. We all started <laughs> with that. Trust me. It's fine. <laughs> right, dude. Everyone had the $100 guitar pack. So right. I got that. And then you guys had my good buddy David on last week, David Hamner. Oh, Shout yeah. out to my dude. Um, he was really into playing guitar and singing and all that kind of stuff. So we would jam all the time. And he would play with other people through middle school and stuff like that and he had you know his own little band and i kind of would just like practice at home and i actually i played a lot of guitar hero to be honest with you and i played a lot of guitar hero before i played real guitar which is kind of weird and um it really got me into guitar actually so uh thanks guitar hero <laughs> the, the <laughs> funny thing is i probably should have been spending all my time actually practicing real guitar rather than playing guitar hero <laughs> but i still will give it props for getting me so into the rock music that i like today hey inspiration Um, comes in all forms right so but i would i would jam with david and i actually played drums with him he would play acoustic and he'd like write poems and do like power chord songs and i'd play drums and i'd just play like stupid little tom beats i would have no cymbals i'd just play like two toms uh we we were probably like 11 me and dave and we'd sit in my garage and do that um and then eventually i just started getting better guitar and he was like well i mean i guess you can play and i'll sing <laughs> so uh-huh. we learned like incubus drive and nice. the two first two songs we learned were drive by incubus and you and me by lifehouse but so those videos are literally still on youtube but we look so dumb probably from 2011 <laughs> or something even maybe probably even earlier than that dude but That's uh cool though, i really That's started playing guitar with david um and then we both got in our first band together. It wasn't with Flying Eyes, it was another band. We'll talk about with Flying Eyes, though, too. Um, we were in another band, and then eventually we just uh, got together and we formed with Flying Eyes. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we can talk about everything else, but that's kind of what led me to the point where I am. And, of course, I teach lessons at Island Music. I've been teaching lessons since I was 20. So for the past four, almost five years, I've been teaching lessons. Um, I'm over 7,000 now, which is awesome. Wow. That's insane, dude. Yeah, you know what you're doing. <laughs> that, that says a lot right there. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. I know what it takes to plan all that, man. That's insane, dude. And then- yeah, luckily, I don't plan... Uh, Island Music, the lovely ladies behind the desk, Morgan and all them do that for me. So I just show up, I teach lessons, I teach guitar, banjo, bass, ukulele, I've done mandolin, I do piano, bass, I think I said that. Uh, Obviously I do trumpet lessons, I've done a vocal and that was probably the worst experience I've ever done. (laughs) So you're you're saying that uh, you could teach me to play banjo? I could teach you how to play banjo, my man. Alright man, I'm going to hook up with you on that. 
But yeah. yeah, let's do it. I've been wanting to do that forever. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. I'm not a banjo expert. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm an expert at banjo. I'm not saying I'm, I'm even that skilled of a player, but I can definitely show you some stuff and get you get your fingers moving a little bit. Get you started. There you go. Get you yeah. I got gotcha. The beginner level of banjo is what I do. I got gotcha. you. Hey, yeah, everybody's got to start somewhere. Nice. Right. Now, Chris, I got to tell you, man, you mentioned your boy David, and he's come up a couple times in this show already. Because yep. we had him on here last week. Yep. And uh, I love this kid to death. I really do. He's got a great head on his shoulders. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to start a new project with him. So I I know, dude. I'm so excited about and it. And I just, I, yeah, he's, I'm twice his age, which is weird, but I can, <laughs> I can still pick his brain on things and he knows what I'm talking about. So he's a smart guy. For me, that that blows me away. I love that man. I know you're, Honestly, you're the, the same. Me and way. David have been friends since we were probably three years old. We have yeah. pictures together from way way back. So you know, I'm, I'm, he mentioned me maybe once in his podcast. I'll forgive him for that. But me and David go way back, and we started playing music together for sure. Yeah, great dude, man. Great dude. Cool. He is a great dude, and he has a great voice, and he's a very talented musician. Well, cool, dude. Well, let me ask you. We're going to... I'm just looking at how everything is playing out, so work with me real quick. Um, From with Lion Eyes to PMP, what's your side of the story? And what I mean by that is, is David came on last week and said the band dispersed amicably and professionally. I just want to hear you say yes or no to that. Um, Yeah, dude, he said it all. And uh, his response to that was really awesome last week um he's 100 right we're all cool um it's like i'll kind of go into the with lying i sing a little bit um dude, sure, sure yeah i didn't mean to like dude, yes or no that's all you got to say i was just like if, i just wanted to see if you agreed with what he said so that's yeah all. yeah yeah dude we're all good and everything um obviously i support uh, you've heard me talk about david he's my best friend so i support him 100 um and then like me and those guys we have been in that band since probably 2010 and um we went through a couple member changes we were like a strict death metal band at first and we've we've morphed over like the next eight years into like this pretty cool hard rock band and um we started doing the covers and stuff like that and we that's how we both got our start with music is with that band and just those dudes and it was so much so much to learn from that experience and i'll never you know take the time that we had with those dudes for granted because we all learned so much we all got so much better at our instruments together and separately um so much love for those dudes we we had so much fun and um i mean at the end of the day it was just kind of one of those things where you all want the same thing but you just kind of can't get on the same page about it and you 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 have the same end goal but you kind of have different ideas of which direction you want to go about it. So um, we kind of, we just, like David said, we just were like, we amicably, you know, came together and made a made a decision as uh, the five of us. It wasn't like one person was like, oh, I'm done with this. You know, it was, it was we all came together and said, uh, what is best for all of us at this point? You know, David's moved to Baltimore now. Uh, 
Our other guitar player, Jesse's moved to Baltimore. He's doing well. Our drummer, Nick, is still studying music at CSM. Dylan, our bassist, he had a child, and he's actually teaching music lessons with me at Island, so I can see him a lot more. And we talk all the time after work, and he actually gave me a ride home on Monday, so that was nice of him. But uh, just lots of love for those dudes. Uh, good stuff, man. Cool. That's awesome to hear. All right, so that's that's issues behind us. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. good, good deal. So, how's it playing with um PMP, man? What's up? Talk yeah. to us about that. So, I'll, I'll tell you the story of that because not shortly after with Lying Eyes called it quits, did I go with Philip? So, um, I the main thing um, at the end of the day was that I really wanted to play more. And I uh, kind of brought that to the attention of the guys in the Flying Eyes, and you know they agreed. And um, so I was kind of actively seeking anything just to play with people, just to you know do something else musically. You know what I mean? Yeah, you wanted to taste it more. I get it. Yes, I, I needed more. I needed to yeah. to play with different people. I just needed to do something. Right. So and and I had no intentions of um, you know leaving with flying eyes over it. I just want to do other stuff, you know. I, I had free time. I wanted to fill that time. So I actually ended up going to Gilligan's one night. I saw Philip was playing there. I'd n I've never met him before when I went there. And I go there and I'm watching and I um, and I'm I think I'm kind of up front, kind of sitting to the side. And Dylan Turner, who was playing drums at that time, uh, we went to high school together. So he saw me and he kind of pointed me out and brought me up on stage. And I played a song with them. And, uh, you know, Phil's probably like, who is this dude on stage? Like, I don't know this guy. <laughs> so I'm like playing like Sweet Home Alabama or Gotta something. Love that. And, um, uh, we did that and, you know, it was fun. Just to, you know, kind of show up to the to the venue and the band calls you on stage everybody every musician loves that kind of thing so i had a blast doing that and um i i got to talking to philip and i the first thing i said was dude i want to meet your guitar player he is a badass it was scott schuler and um uh i got to meet him uh he was a really cool dude and um i got to talking to philip and he's like yeah you know uh this and that and he needed someone to fill in for some show it was at in delaware at paradise grill bar so i was like yeah dude like like i said i was looking for something to uh i was looking to play more you know what i mean right right so he was like i need this fill in i was like yeah dude i'll fill in for you because uh, I, I just want to learn new songs and that kind of thing so um he sent me the set list and i spent probably like two hours every night for a couple weeks going over those songs to fill in for uh that one show um and then this kind of ties into uh your signature question so okay. I don't want to spill the beans on this, but, but long story short, I, I was like, dude, I've learned all these songs, like I'm honest, and they were looking for a guitar player at that point because everyone at that point has been kind of going separate ways, and uh, he was looking for someone, and I had learned all the songs, and I wasn't actively in a band, so I was like, dude, I'll just give it a try. I you know what it. I mean? Yeah. I so that's it. what happened. Ambitious, Perfect. ambitious. I love it. Perfect. I love it. Perfect. All right, let, let's knock out. We're going to do a two for one or on these two questions in the one question. All right, so gotcha. bear, bear with me. I'm going to throw you a curveball. Um, tell me about your current rig setup with the brands and, and what kind of gear you're running 
And does that real does that correlate to any of your uh, player influences? Did you like the player because of the gear he used, or did you like the gear because of the player of the player that used the gear? Kind of what was your deal with that? I'm just gonna throw. I hate throwing an oddball curve to you, but you seem bright enough to to tackle <laughs> this one with some per, with some good enough knowledge. Yeah. So I'll start out with saying that. Um, <clears throat> I would say one of my biggest influences is Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains, and my rig that I use probably has nothing to do with his rig at all. <laughs> That's cool. So hey, the, the, that question is probably I don't have really any influence gear-wise from any of my idols, but stylistically-wise, obviously, yeah, I do. Um, does that kind of answer if my my uh, my influences are? influencing my rig at all no no i mean i just remember when i was coming up as as a young player and i was like all right our band you know back in our day it was nirvana was the hot shit so we would go to the shop we go we want the boss ds1 the orange box yep that's the one that's what he uses that's what i want (laughs) so that's what that's what i was trying to get to like now see i'm i'm older than that so all the stuff that i was influenced by and my players and their equipment, I couldn't afford it. So I never right. got to get any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and I still don't have it. <laughs> a lot of the gear that I buy, okay, I'll be honest with you. I have the Jerry Cantrell Watt pedal, which obviously I got because it was his. Uh, and, and the reason that I got that Watt pedal was because it's the Dunlop signature Allison Chains. The reason I got that one was because I had the regular Crybaby, but I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm sure you guys have used it. When you push that thing down, it's so sensitive. So, like, I'd go to, like, use the wall, and I'm like, is this pressed down, or is it not? I don't really know. And then, you know, you'd go to play a riff that didn't need the wall, and the wall would be on. So I was getting frustrated, and I had wiring issues. So I just went ahead and got that because pushing that down, it was, like, a little bit harder to push down. So it wasn't as sensitive, and it also had, like, a tone knob. It's a little bit darker, like, brooding kind of wall, and I love that. So I got that. And then he he uses this pedal called the Sub Octave Bass Deluxe by MXR, and that pedal is so tight. It it just adds like a an octave below, so I'll use it for like leads or something. So those two pedals I did get because he had those. All right, well there we go. We're getting the the, the true confessional. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love that sub sub octave man. That oh my god, dude, it's tight. It's funny because uh, we played in. Like I said, that show we played in Columbia, uh, we had a fill-in rhythm guitarist, and he was like this jazzy, really good guy, and I, he doesn't use any pedals. No tuner, no pedals, and nothing. Guitar, amp, that's it. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. But he's he, pure. Like, he was so good. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. He's I couldn't a purist, do that. man. He's but a I purist. I let him use that sub-octave bass logs, and he loved it, and sounded so cool on his little solos. Yeah. That's cool, man. See, I love that stuff, man. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a purist, man. He's pure, pure. That's yeah, cool. man. Well, that's cool, dude. Well, dude, you've been a champ tonight, dude. You're just hitting home runs after home runs and on this jam. <laughs> so, let's see here. So, what's your current guitar, dude? What brand are you sporting? Dude, I literally only use my PRS S2 Moss Green Custom. I literally use it for pretty much every song unless I break a string. Wow. All right. Well, that that was an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have that. Ba- I have a lot of guitars. Not as many as you, Dan. I know you have a lot of guitars. 
Yeah, well, you do. You know, I got it in my blood. I was in music retail. Fortunate enough, I actually got to sell Chris a guitar. You did. My so. Jackson Dinky, all natural. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was I was mending friendships long time ago. So. Jackson Dinky. <laughs> so, but my deal. backup, uh, well, when I first joined Philip, I used my Gibson Les Paul. I've, dude, I always wanted a Gibson Les Paul in some kind of green color. So I got a 2015 Seafoam Green Gibson Les Paul Custom from Island Music, and that was my main guitar. And I had like a, I have like three ESP EC1000s, and I would use one of those as my backup. Right. Um, I love that actually, Les Paul you got too, man. What's that? I love that Les Paul you got. That thing's tight. I yeah, dude. That. Unfortunately, I went to like pull it um, on stage one time out of the guitar rack, and it caught like the plastic input jack and ripped the wires out. So I, I still need to get Dave, who you had on the show, I think last week, to fix that up for me. Yeah, so. man. It's, he's the official shot, um, the official tech of the show. So yeah, man. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. I love listening to him. He's so cool. I, I see him like every day. I talk to him a lot. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's top shelf all the way, dude. <laughs> all right, dude. So we're gonna get to the grand finale up in here and you, we all know it but i gotta say it because everybody wants to hear it what's your best gig worst gig answer in any order you want but you gotta answer both what does christine have to say tonight so i was i wanted to ask you guys a question can i give you kind of a, a best gig worst gig for both of my situations they're so close but like you know, with Lying Eyes and PMP, that I, I have a lot of things in mind. Would, would you guys let me do one for each band? Sure. You yeah, know what? Not, I man. threw you a curveball, throw one back. <laughs> I say yes, and that's me hitting a home run. There so, we go. Let's do it, dude. All right, I'll start with with Flying Eyes since that was the beginning. And it's funny because the worst show that I had with them was the same exact one that David said last week. Um, and you guys probably remember it, it was just one of those things you know maybe uh it wasn't our night maybe somebody drank too much or something but uh, by the end of the night it was just not good it, it, we were all unhappy with our performance to say the least yeah I, so that was our my worst show with them i got you and i know that venue now that i started thinking about how he was describing it and i was like damn ain't that a shame <laughs> yeah 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 um, gotcha. but that's cool it is what it is right shit happens we just move on all right i would cool. say my best show with with long eyes was when we got to open for the band that we actually got our name from it's a band called emory they had a song called lust with Al alibis and lying eyes and actually coined the term or the name with lying eyes from that band and we got to open up for them which was really cool Wow. wow, that's actually kind of really cool. Holy smokes. Yes, yeah, I think we opened up cool. for them at, um, it was Jack's. I know you guys know it as Jack's, but then they turned it into Empire, I guess. Dude, I played Jack's twice in my life. Yeah. I played Jack's twice too. <laughs> <laughs> I played once with this guy sitting next to me, and I played once with another band that I was in. Yeah. Holy nice, shit. Actually, I, I, think, I think I played it three times. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I had a bad experience there once. I'll share that at another time. Yeah, we'll have a round. <laughs> we'll have a round table on that one. Yeah, dude. that was bad. Yeah, yeah man. That's cool. So what else? What's up with the PMP? What do you got for them? So Philip has taken me on uh, a journey, to say the least. I've played a lot of different states in the past couple months, and I'm very grateful for that opportunity. But. I have had a worse gig with them. And I will say this with Philip. I, I've 
the only reason that this was a bad gig was because it was my first gig. But I'll tell you the story about it. Um, but other than this one, I've, I've literally never had a bad show with him. Everyone just seems to kind of pay attention and have a good time, no matter how many people are there, which is always fun. But um, I went to see them. They played with the Robbie Booth Band. Um, it was like in July of last year at the Crier's Back Road Inn. And I went and saw them because I knew that I was filling in for them. Or at that point, I may have been confirmed to be playing with them. But the other guitarist was finishing up the shows that he um, was going to play. And the next day, they kind of called me and they're like, yeah, um, they had like a Sunday show in Virginia. They're like, yeah, uh, our guy can't make it, so you have to play. I'm like what? I'm like I'm not ready. Like I and and like, but I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, who else are they gonna call? Like I, I'm the guy that's been practicing these songs for two hours every night in my garage. You know, who else are they gonna call? Right. So of course they call me, and they're like, basically, last hope because I'm the only one to lean towards at this point. It's like a couple hours before the show. So I'm like, ah, I, I, I have to. Dude, I have to do this. Dude, and you know if, what they call that, dude? You got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Dude, you got Obi-Wan yeah, Kenobi, they, man. I got thrown to the wolves, and I made the best of it. Yeah. Right. Dude, but yeah. anyways, I go to the show, and I played so bad. It was just, it, was, it wasn't that I played bad. It was that I wasn't confident enough with, I, I'm not a country guitar player. And I play a lot of country songs with Philip because he uh, brands himself as a country artist. So I, I really just was still getting a feel for everything. And I just felt super embarrassed because I felt like I, I'd never been so unconfident in my performance before, basically. Oh, wow, dude. Well, well, thanks for sharing that with us, man. That's, dude, that's heavy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was definitely a, an experience. But I, I, at this point, I just kind of roll with whatever. I'm really go with the flow type dude, so I just went with it. I, I played every show with them since, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and I have had a lot of gigs with them, and I'll tell you one of my favorites. Um, I got the chance. I've seen so many cool bands at the Fillmore. In Silver Spring, and Philip has gotten me the chance to play there. Uh, we opened up for Chris Lane, uh, who is a bigger guy in the country realm, and that we opened up for that little kid, Mason Ramsey, who's like the yodeling kid. Yeah, right. Wow. I know that. Yep. So that was a really cool gig. We played in front of a couple thousand, probably, and at the Fillmore in Silver Spring, and just being up on that stage, we played acoustically, but it was really cool just to be up there at a place where I've seen so many of my favorite bands play yep. and um, be on the other you, side man. of it. Good for you, man. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's Shit, cool. that's fucking cool. <laughs> so that is my best gig, worst gig from the two bands that I have been in. Um, I've only been, ever been in two bands. Well, you could say three, but we didn't do anything. But yeah, with Lying Eyes and PMP, or, I've really only been in those two. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Well, thanks for sharing all that, dude. And you're definitely a part of the Guitar Guru family now, man. Yeah, this man. Cool. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. We, we love the fact that you took the time for us this evening. We appreciate that. Dude, I, I'm just happy to be on the show. I could talk for a lot more. I'm sure you guys have realized that. but <laughs> And we will. We'll, we'll do that. We will do that. We'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have you back on, and we're going to have more time for you. Right. 
We had yeah, a, man, we, I would love it. Yeah, we had a stellar lineup, so we had to fit a lot of stuff in tonight. Uh, oh no, I totally get it. Um, I could, you know, I've been obviously I haven't been doing it for as long as the guys that you've talked to today, but I've done it long enough to where I definitely have some things to say and some stories to share. I, I yeah. might be 24, but I, if this is all I do, man. I play guitar. Yeah. So yeah, you're cool. you're you are respected in the community, my friend. So yeah, no worries there. That's good to hear. We love the, <laughs> we love the fact that you're here with us tonight, and uh, I'll uh, I'll keep a I'll keep an eye on your buddy. Okay, I'll keep an eye on your boy. All right. Please do, dude. And let me just add this: I'm I'm so happy that um, because I've only ever played with him. He's been my singer, and I'm just so happy that. Uh, once I kind of went a different direction that he just was on it, dude. He was posting cover videos. Now he has a new band with some cool views. So I'm really excited for him. Yeah, he's he's my singer now. So <laughs> you just stick to you just well, you awesome, stick to so what I you're doing. But, you know, good things to say. You stick to what you're doing. I got my thing over here. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Good deal. Well, dude, we appreciate you coming on, like we said earlier. This is awesome. Um, when you listen back to the episode, please do me a favor. Listen back to the whole thing. And when you do, when you hear the first interview, you'll know that we're going to have some stuff coming up that you're going to be um, involved with. So with that being said, real quick, one more question. Um, what's your favorite video game right now? So, obviously, I've been playing a lot of video games since I'm a little broken up. Um, I just finished playing Far Cry Primal, which I put a lot of hours into. That was a lot of fun. Okay. And then I also like to play Madden. I always love Madden. I, I know David said Madden 07. Love that yeah. game. I'm on Madden 19 right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> I play Madden 19, too. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, dude. So we still play games. Madden. That's cool, dude. Well, dude, you've been a champ, man. We're going to let you go, dude. We appreciate it. Um, We'll be in touch soon. And um, thank you for a great interview tonight, man. This has been really awesome and enlightening. It really has. Yeah, dude. Thank you guys so much. I uh, I really appreciate you having me on. And I I, uh, I really needed, you know, the conversation, too. Uh, It sucks sitting here doing nothing. So I appreciate it. (laughs) I get it, man. I get it, dude. Well, Chris, you're a Gold Star member of the Guru's family, buddy. So we we appreciate your time. Love it. Yeah, man. So you take care of yourself and you do what you got to do for you. So what I like to say is from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, we say thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, Chris. Good night, man. We'll see you. Good, Good night. night. All right. Ya. Bye. Oh, cool. That was a great interview, dude. Hot dog. Yeah, man. He's a good dude, man. He's a great dude. Yeah. That's good stuff. 24 and wise beyond his years, man. He gets it. He knows. Yeah, he does. He understands the the desire to play. I mean, you're born with that, I think. And for the fact that he's still barreling through everything he's going through and just won't give up, that's the determination, man. That's the separation. Yeah, right about that. Yeah. Mm. What a show, dude. What a fucking show. Wow. What a show, dude. Wow. We definitely hit a home run, I think, tonight. Yeah, big time. I mean, it it didn't land in the stands. It went in the park a lot. Yeah, dude. It's insane. Man, it always goes by quick, dude. 
Of course it does. Dude, just, it just seems like we were eating slices of pizza just a couple of you know, <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, now like five like, minutes ago. And now the show's over. You know, exactly. sponsored by Domino's. Yeah, we wish. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had to pay for that. Yeah. I had to buy my own beer for this fucking show, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so before we get out of here, um, let's talk about next week. Yes. Next week's going to be uh, kind of cool. A little bit different, but kind of cool. Um, it's all fluctuating in flux, but we got some cool stuff planned for next week. Run it down real quick with you. Got Wayne Johnson coming on as the first guest. Yeah. We're going to talk about his new CD. It's an instrumental CD. So it's just all guitar work, the band, you know, full band, but no vocals. So it's kind of cool. I've been driving around just jamming it, and it's, just, it's nice to have because I can take a phone call and just turn it down and not have to turn it all the way off. Nice. Because vocals don't penetrate it, and it's cool. So it's an awesome listen. It really is. It's really cool. So he's going to come on and talk about that. We're going to promote, promote that up. So it's going to be cool. Sweet. Um, after that, um, we're going to follow up with Cool Buddy Bobby um, because the wrestling match is this Saturday. Now the return of Cool Buddy Bobby. Yeah. With his ra- wrestling uh, update. Yeah, he'll be the first guest to come back. He'll be the first repeat. Yeah, he's well, our Well, no, first. Christine was, because I had Christine on the special edition. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a special edition, but uh, as far as a regular guest. Right, yeah, he'll be the first. Bobby will be the regular. He's he's yeah. a regular. Yeah, he's a show He's a show, yeah. He's a show guy. He's 87 at the pump. Right. He's a regular. <laughs> he's regular. All right, so we have cool buddy Bobby. Then we're going to have a longtime friend of mine, um, big time Southern Maryland guitar player, Speedy White. Holy smokes. Yeah. Last time I saw that guy, we were at a lunch table in Gwen Park High School circa 1991. Yeah, dude, it's been a long time. Yeah, so he's maybe. excited to come on. Yeah, he probably didn't remember me, so. No, no, he's all about the show, dude. Let's get him on. Yeah. He's all about the show, dude. He's all about the show. Fuck so yeah. He's heading out to NAMM. Oh, wow. And he's going to be our NAN correspondent. Nice. So he's going to go around as he's doing his deal, and he's going to talk the show. So Great. we're going we're gonna to interview him and tell him what we want him to do and all this other good stuff. I can't wait. So that's just, that's those three. And then we got one more, dude. So this last guest is going to be kind of cool. It's still coming up in the air. He confirmed, but I still haven't heard back. But I think he's confirmed and locked in Willie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Matt Lawson of the band Ponytails and Cocktails. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I think I pulled this off. Wow, dude. So, Look at you getting it done. Love that. They're, 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 he's the um, bass player for the band, so that's kind of cool, too, because, you know, I'm a guitar guy, but I started out playing bass. Danny's the bass guy, so having the bass players on is just perfectly A-OK with me. Uh, yeah. But they're kind of big time over in Virginia. Damn right. So, um, and they got a lot of um, cool people in that band, and we're going to talk to him about their next show coming up at Monk's Barbecue. Yeah. And, and what makes them, like, so cool? What is what is the hot thing about this band? Well, they're playing a show for the, the, the Rodcast, the Chad Dukes Rodcast. There it is. <laughs> so, And Chad Dukes is in cha-ching, the band. Cha-ching, There it is. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's all good. They may be here, they may not. We don't know. Yeah, we might get pranked. We don't know. <laughs> but I got it booked in just in case. I hope we get pranked. That'd be funny as shit. Hey, hey, if you're going to get pranked, might as well get pranked by the best. Yeah, because I can take it. Yeah, but we won't. I think they're pros. <laughs> I think they're pros. Yeah, they're classy, man. 
Yeah, it'll be cool. We'll see what happens, though. Yeah. Hey, I got confirming stuff, and we're good. So we're all good. All right. It's going to be fun. Damn right. I think so. That's going to be awesome. And then I might drive out to Monks to go check out the show. <laughs> yeah, okay. Send me some pictures of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, called you out on I, it. I know. I, know. <laughs> I can't because that's the, that's Gene plays that night. Yeah, that, that's the that's the deal. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. I think I think the gurus might make it down. Oh, I'm going to the to Southern gig. Maryland for yeah. this one, man. I'm going to Gene's gig. Yeah, got to. Yeah. So, so let's cool. do a fair, very quick rundown of tonight. While we got a couple seconds before time runs out, um, we want to thank Hydra Effects for their graciousness and their time. I mean, they all got together. To do this interview tonight which shows me they are a family as a band and they care about the community so give them some love go to their site check out their shows go to their shows walk up to them and say hey man you guys are doing a great job yeah that's cool dude yeah yeah definitely they're that's, good dudes i can't wait to get involved with them dude we're gonna get yeah. some stuff going on with we're them. we're gonna guys. play some fucking softball that and then some video game stuff too yeah i, I look yeah it's gonna be good yeah stuff. i can't wait to see this babe ruth glove that you had that, no, that was his that was gunny's yeah i just want to see it <laughs> that's gunny gunny yeah. had the babe ruth <laughs> i think it was gabe ruth <laughs> like Gabriel Ruth. No. Right. <laughs> hey, then we had the legendary Gene Quaid on the show. Wow. What an interview that was. That just made me giddy, man. God. Was I was so stuff. excited when he told me he would do this. Yeah. And he yeah. came across like a pro. And we thank him for that. Yeah, that was good stuff. And it was awesome. It was very awesome. Yeah. So, cool. And then we had just had Christine on the phone. And he's top shelf all the time, too. Damn right. So we're going to help him out, get him hooked up, and and we'll be from there, dude. Yep. And shit, that's it, dude. We got to wrap, man. Another stellar show from the Guitar Gurus. I personally, Dan Alden, want to say thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you, too, dude. And it's the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. Good night.